cardboard box washed up on the beach. Holy fish paste! It's Bazzi. Like a naughty headed nigga spose Never meant to make it past 20 What a nigga told But I'm right here I deserve a toast Praise to the most high I get high the most Whoa, say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive Say hallelujah, All right, everybody I want to thank you so much for joining us This is the official Bozcast This is Bozzy here Reese's on hiatus But don't worry about it um, I just want to thank everybody for joining us. Remember, if you need to follow us, you can do so at anything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, at Official Bozcast. Um, you can follow me personally at Bozzy C, at, that's at B-O-Z-Z-I-E-C. Um, you can always go on our website, uh, officialbozcast.com. Remember, we got merch there. We got T-shirts. Um, and then that's where you can find all of the podcasts. A lot of people don't like to listen to the podcast from the website, however, because they have their own podcast app. Well, guess what? We have a solution for that. You can go on to uh, Apple Podcasts. You can go on to Google Podcasts or Spotify, pretty much anywhere else you um, you listen to podcasts. Don't look for us on Anchor. Unfortunately, we're just not there. We're, we're working on it. We're working on how to, how to get what we want from Anchor um, and get what you guys want from us. Um, so you could do that. And um, also, remember, if you're feeling generous, the, co- the collection plate is out. Um, you can always go to our cash app. That's um, let me double check that because my wife always does that one. It's cash app um, slash dollar sign official podcast. Um, you can do that. Any little bit counts, um, and it all goes back into the podcast. And I think that's it. So today it's a little it's it's different. It's it's a special occasion. It's actually doubly special, and I'll go into that here in a minute. Um, but I got a. Uh, one of my, it's funny, one of my old friends from middle, grade school is uh, is here with me today. And I honestly, it's, it's just bizarre how, how time and life works out. But um, he is a cannabis connoisseur. Um, he is just an all around, just like <laughs> groovy, funky type of person. Um, I always look out for his uh, his mustache whenever I'm going on my, uh, my Instagram. <laughs> um, my man, Clever Cushlin, is in the building. Come on in. I'll probably put a clap track in here. My my SpongeBob clap track, man. What's good, y'all? I know you got the, the Instagram live going. That's right. Okay, so I have to, you know, do it for the gram. It's on my good side, so we're good. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, man, um, welcome in, man. Like much love. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm sure the people that listen to this podcast may not have heard of you, and we can merge our followers together. So. Talk a little bit about yourself. I'm basically someone who's gone through a lot, you know, but it's turned me into basically like an energy teacher. Got you. And I give like hard love encouragement, which I call wardivation. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone I kind of feel like has like an inner warrior within them. Yeah. And that's even one's like what's going on right now and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's coming out. Everything's getting real, you know. But with me, it's like I'm just someone who's gone through a lot and... I want to help people grow and yeah. transmute, like, whatever things they're not really finding, like, solutions to, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah. there's always energy, like I was talking about yeah, you yeah. earlier. There's always energy to everything. So that's why I try and help, work, like, people work through. It's funny. you When you talk about energy, uh, yeah. and when we talk about energy, because we we've had already 
two hours worth of podcast with before microphones. I know, right? Um, but um, <laughs> when you talk about energy, it's one of those it's one of those journeys that I've actually been on because uh, we we grew up very similar exactly um, uh, upbringings, and yep. we both went to the same Christian private school. Yep. Um, and I think it molded us probably the same, but also a little differently. Yeah. Um, but I think that when you start a, a kid off with such a such a strict um, upbringing or background, it 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 can do one of two things, right? Like mm-hmm. they can either press into that or they can rebel. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know if there's these are boss facts. I don't know if there's a number, but I would say probably about seventy percent of people rebel. I don't. Yeah. I don't think most people press into that. Um, so when you talk about energy, it's one of those things. I'm just like, wow. People talk about energy. Well. Some people talk about God, or some people talk about the universe, or some people talk about Allah or uh, Kishna or whatever they want to, whatever all God or whatever. things for the same thing. I think they're all different things for the same thing. Yeah. I feel like they're, they're aliases. You know, it's kind of funny you say that, because I was having this thought the other day, and it was inspired by the uh, Dark Side of the Moon album cover for Pink okay. Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the triangle with the light spectrum coming through. And yeah. I was thinking that it's like, that light spectrum is hitting something and it's all different colors. Well, I think all of those different, you know, paths are represented, represented yeah. right there. Representative. That was a good <laughs> word. But like, you know, like it's just that though. Exactly. It is literally those different paths yeah, yeah, yeah. that are all a part of what that original source energy is all about. It's just different experiences of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's it. If you can learn to bring them all together, it's kind of like the avatar. You yeah. know, you can master it all, and you can really be in in connection with that source. Yeah, it took me a while to because okay, as a because I identify as Christian, right? And as a Christian, a real Christian, yeah. um, I because and I'll go over that too. We can talk about that. Oh, but, totally, totally, totally. Um, as a I real got, Christian, I got some things <laughs> as a real Christian, which is, and I'll explain what that means. Christian is supposed to be a follower of Christ. Yes. The Christians that live, what what did Gandhi say? I love your Christ, I don't love your Christian. Yes. Something like that. Yes. Or I agree with your Christ, but I don't agree with your Christian. Something along those those lines. And it is, it's far too true. And it's It's profound. It's a problem. Yeah. Because when I go to church and when I look at things in church, I go, well, listen, I don't, I don't see that. When you look at what, what the Bible says about what Jesus' life was, which for me, Jesus is my favorite order. Just like, Mm watching how he interacted with the people and talked, I, I, he, how he spoke in parables, it just made everything make more sense, mm-hmm. right? And But we almost never even preach his message in church. Yeah, it's everyone else. Yeah. Paul, I heard a lot about Paul. I don't I'm care like, about Tito. What? I don't care about Jermaine. Give <laughs> me Michael freaking jacket, yeah, Jackson, I right? Like, and, I, and I just think that for me, I, that's been like a, a battle in my head. Where I'm like, okay, well, it's either the Bible or it's everything else, but mm. it's only either or because people never really followed the the either part. You know yeah. what I mean? They're they're looking at or because either never made sense. And then when you go read it, you go, oh, that shit makes all the sense in the freaking world. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've been struggling with because it's like, no, in in the Christian faith, the word energy and the universe are they're almost like taboo. You can't talk about. You can't that. talk about that. But it's real, yeah. right? Even like the word manifesting, you can't. Talk which is about so it. weird because they, the Bible even talks about how you are made in the Creator's image. Okay, what does the Creator do? 
he manifests things and creates things. And I'm sitting here like, and that's like a no, no. In like, it's weird, man. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Make it doesn't any make sense. any logical sense whatsoever to basically try and like say you can't talk about these abilities that you have been given to have a like. Because I personally believe we're all a shard mm-hmm. of the source, yeah, of the creator in itself. Like having our own experience, yeah. Because it wants to create, it wants to experience its creation. You know, it's funny you know? that you say that. Because um, a lot of people say, "Well, I believe, I believe," and then I go back and I and I read the, the Bible, and it literally says that. <laughs> it literally says, like it says, um, "He abideth in any th- everything," and I have a problem saying "he too," but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, he abideth it, in everything, it, and everything abideth in him. Yeah, that is what it is. We are a part of this universe, and the universe is us. Yes, our atoms look like the universe. Yes, and the universe looks like our atoms. Are yes. we then a part of the universe, or are we? The universe. So it's like one of those weird things that it's I, it's unfortunate that Christians don't want to talk about it. But listen, I don't want to. This is not the bash Christian episode, even though <laughs> every episode I'm trying to just bring truth. That's it, man. Like at the end of Same. the day, it's just about truth. Same. And, and we can we can have opinion and I'm fine with opinion. Yeah. But there are some things that just are. Yes. And and I think we live That's in this truth. really weird time. Yeah, 100%. That's true. We just live in this really weird time where like people are afraid to be. But there Ooh. are things that are. There just are. Like you can feel however you want to feel. Yes. But some things are just fact. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? No, like, for real. Like, they don't change because of how you feel. Exactly. That's man. a fact too. So it's like even with, uh, I want to talk about, I want to talk about a lot. We're going to get to a lot. We are going to get to a can, lot. You can start whatever conversation you want to start because I'm a talker. I basically wanted to touch on the Jesus thing. Let's do it. So, you know, if you go through all the different belief systems, Mm -hmm. there's always a figure like that. 1000%. And I feel like Jesus was the guy for that time to teach a message, not to be the focal point of. Yes. Because because (laughs) the one thing that's always really like when take the time to research it. If you learn about the Council of Nicaea, you, you learn about Constantine and how he really was taking things from, you know, the old school pagans, basically. And then, like, okay, Chris, uh, Christmas. The whole uh, December 25th thing and that whole Thanksgiving fake. even. Th- no, it's not even fake. It's actually Saturnalia. Yeah. That's the real celebration. And Saturnalia actually begins around the Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. So it's ironic that we call it the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Yet that's what the old school history is all about is this time period of celebration. And you do these like kind of ritualistic things. And it's funny because feasting is part of that. Yeah. The gift giving is part of that. And it's like you start looking around and you start looking at this. And then, you know, the. Basically, what we experience here in America for Christmas was taken from other cultures. So it's both Saturnalia, but then it's also mixed with the Germanic story. But the most important part was taken out. See, so there's no Krampus. Mm -hmm. That was the real thing. If you get cold, you're going to get taken by Krampus. That was the whole thing. Because the Krampus is a freaking scary looking thing. The coal, (laughs) yeah, the coal represents the fire he's going to cook you over. (laughs) That's the whole thing. And Santa Claus, actually, the reason he's red and um, white is because he represents, like, trippy mushrooms. Because mm-hmm. that apparently is what they did at that time, was they would take mushrooms and they would 
have trips. They gave them to the good kids, though, because they knew that they would be well-behaved on their trips and they would, you know, not be little shits. I want to make a quick disclaimer. Like, when we talk on the Boscast, just be clear. We are not telling you what to, what yeah, to no. believe and what to think. Exactly. But what we are doing is stoking ideas. Thought-provoking. That's it. Look it up. Just like what I do, thought-provoking and cannabis smoking. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, look at I see what you did there. Um, and I want to be clear, like, I've done very mild research on this, and I've not heard anything different than what my man Kush is saying. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I haven't heard anything different. This is truth. I'm um, you. It's, you know, it's, and very, I, it's very simple. It's very simple. But, like... I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. You're you good. You're good. But, like, that's what I'm just... It's, it's just so interesting how we then make, like, again, like, where Christmas is really about connection with all of us, it then becomes about Jesus for some. and mm. Or about Santa Claus. Now, Santa Claus has become more of a focal point versus like the actions and yeah. the connection and what it actually, that's, that's the real meaning of it all. Right. When you really start to do the research, that's when you start realizing like, oh, like, and this is why it feels right to do that. It's because it's like ancestral. Exactly. That's the craziest part. The worst part about it is we just live in a time and a nation, and it's unfortunate, but as, as long as you can... Listen, not everything is bad. I think almost everything is good in excess. Almost yeah. everything is okay. Yeah. In ex, or, uh, I'm sorry, in, in moderation. Al almost everything is bad in excess. Well, I'll, I'll tell you with excess, uh, I believe it was Jim Morrison who said, through excess, you find the palace of wisdom. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so I can see that. When you go through Here's the thing, though. Not everyone can can experience excess because sometimes it can be a deadly drug. I was going to say, I think it depends on the thing that you're... Exactly. Like I, Even if you, money. If you smoke, well, I mean, if you smoke excess amounts of cannabis, you, I don't think you're really going to... No, no, it's something different. You know, that's... that's but, like, there's certain things I think that you can really... Um, do hundred percent that I mean even like mushrooms like I how many people do I know that have just constantly done that and right I'm like huh I, and I kind of feel like it's that whole uh, God made dirt dirt don't hurt kind of thing funny, if yeah. it's like a natural thing I really don't think that it really has these um, intensively consequential you right. know uh, things that will happen because of you using them excessively I agree with that I agree with that I just feel like also there's a there's a thing there's a, a real a weird thing that happened in America where we just believe in gluttony and yeah. gluttony is just this weird thing where you don't even need it you just think you need it I think that it's like I don't think that comes necessarily from gluttony I think it's like just the materialisticness I agree like I think yeah. it's like because we have it and I think it's it's not coming it's coming from a place of like lack. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're not realizing that we're so blessed with abundance. You're acting as if you don't have it. So you need it. That's a weird. And that's what I, I the beginning of this year, uh, probably November, I had a conversation with my wife and it was just like an epiphany. I'm driving. I had an epiphany mm. and I was just like, well, how much money is enough money? And mm. then I realized that if I could allow myself to be pulled by the money, there is no amount of money that's enough. Mm -hmm. There's no amount of money. Like, if you're thirsty and you had a pool of water, mm -hmm. you could only drink a couple cups of the water. Yeah. Why have the whole pool? Like, how much money can you really spend? How much money can you really spend? Like, how hard is it to spend a million dollars? Like, I just started thinking. And I'm just like, listen, materialistic things do not make you rich. You have to, you have to be rich from within. 
That's true. You have to be rich in spirit. Obviously, you have to pay your freaking bills. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you got to pay your freaking bills. But. but with that, though, like what you're saying, being rich within, I feel like the richer you are within, the more it shows in the outer world. I agree with that 100%. So I feel like your experiences, like those, and that's like kind of like a thing that kind of, I think is really fucked up to even have to say, because like a lot of rich people that we hear about are not great people. And I wouldn't say that they're rich people like within. Yeah. And that's like, I think that it's just because they come from a time when, you know, you could conquer easier and they've just kind of kept that like handle on it throughout the time because no one like stepped to them. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. But there's also a difference between rich and wealth, man. There's I was like, gonna, I was that was a point I was gonna make too. Yeah, there's totally. like this, there's this funny like I don't know how true it is, but you know one of the comedian people I, I follow, um, they're always like, yeah, you know, you know, the the Americans came over and they gave the uh, or not the Americans, sorry, the Europeans came over and they gave the native people beads and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. the, the native people were like these idiots, like you can't buy land, like are you stupid? You can't buy land. Yeah, and it's it. it's relative. Because who in that situation between the natives and the Europeans that came over, who was rich and who was wealthy? That is the question, right? And if you look at a lot of people, not even just native to this land, but if you look at people that appreciate the land, and unfortunately, or fortunately, a lot of those people tend to be potheads. Like, they appreciate. Yeah. There's more appreciation. I think it's because we just take the time to think. You just take the time to think. And we kind of spoke, we both spoke, or you kind of spoke about a low point. I kind of (laughs) shut my mouth because I wanted to talk about it here and let you know. Okay, cool. We've all, I've experienced an extreme low point and it was about materialistic things. Mm. And for me, I I had lost my car, I lost my house, um, and I had just gotten the opportunity to have a better job, like a better position in my job. Okay. But I lost everything. So now Mm. I'm like in Akron, I'm trying to learn how to, you know, use the bus system and the bus system freaking sucks out here. Yep. I don't know if you know anything about that, but it freaking yep. Cleveland's different. Every thirty Rita. minutes to fifteen <laughs> minutes, we're there. Rita's yep. Rita's always on time, but Rita's out here, always here, this is awful, right? So I'm like, I'm walking one day and I'm pissed, and I'm just like, why do I have to walk? Like I'm just, I'm so mad. I'm starting to get shin splints. I'm like, I'm walking so fast to get whatever, and I'm walking to the bus stop, which is a mile away, by the way. Oof. And my job is six miles away. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk a mile to get to the bus stop. So I'm like, I'm pissed. And then as I'm walking in my head, just like, just cussing. And I see this woman on crutches. It was God going, can you shut up? For real. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it was just something, it was something there. My spirit was like, dude. It's that reflective moment. It was, it was 100%. And that was my lowest, my, my perceived lowest. Because I lost all my physical things. I lost them all. Extensions of yourself. Exactly. So for two, three months, I didn't have a car, but I was very blessed. Like, this happened in April or May. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking to work every day for, for six miles a day. And mind you, I work in, a, in an office, so I have to go to work, do, like, a bird bath, and put my, my business clothes on. But, <laughs> but listen, like, I lost all of, I lost all of my... <laughs> we've all done... Let's, all right. Well, we won't do is judge here. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Like a bird bath, though. Uh, it's funny. But, um, but Good wording. We... Uh, it, for four months, I'm walking, and there's this really beautiful place called Sand Run. If you're if you know anything about Akron in the Valley, it's Sand Run. It's kind of like um, you still going? Okay, good. It's kind of like 
Euclid Creek, kind of. Okay. okay. But it's more enclosed. Like, there's less road, it almost feels like. It's more enclosed. There's more nature you can see. Okay. Uh, the tr- there's more trees. It's lusher. That sounds, that sounds nice. It's amazing. I might drive you through there. But um, so okay. I would walk the, I would walk this this trail. The trail was, was three miles, but the whole walk was six miles. But the trail was three miles. And it was in this three to four month period, pretty much through the whole summer, right before I was able to get a car and all this other stuff. I just appreciated the nature. I would look at the canvas hmm. that I would look at the canvas that God had. I'm like, wow, like God really like put this stuff together. I'm like, this is weird. Like all this stuff just kind of yeah. comes together. And like, and I would look at things being harmony. Yeah. And like I would even look at us. Like what we do is like we see nature and we push it out of the way or we cut it down or we kill it. Some but, of us. Some of us, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was at like the human race, right? But then when you look at it, you're like, no, no, no. Nature doesn't even do that. Nature, you will see in, in the ocean yeah. fish on sharks, and the sharks just chill. Like, that is what it's about. Do you know what I mean? Because there's no need for them. There's no need for it. Nothing's really it's, in your way. It's like, once it's actually, yes, nothing's in your way. You don't need to either, like, like push it down. or. And I think that's just, like, the mindset that we have. Maybe over here. I don't know if it's well, no. Actually, it's our whole world now. It's probably yeah. I mean, it pretty much is our whole world. Industrialization has done. Yeah, yeah. it's like we feel like we need to conquer everything. Yeah, it's kind of actually. There was a point that you said about with like the um, how the natives kind of laughed about the beads because you can't just buy land like that. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about how the pilgrims come from England, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about how England even became a country. Because it used to be all these other little kingdoms. If you've ever seen oh, the show yeah, The Last yeah. Kingdom, which I've seen enough of it to kind of understand, like, holy shit, a bunch of Vikings came over and f- there was all of this and there was all this Viking interbreeding. Mm-hmm. Well, eventually those Vikings over time, those, like I was saying with ancestors, yeah. those Englishmen's ancestors are Vikings. And then what did they do? They sailed to a new place and then fought yet again. Yeah. So it's like how history is always echoing. Yeah. And it, it like takes different shapes and different forms and different appearances, but it's always echoing if you really just pay attention. That's so. I true. mean, it's like I just like had this kind of like when you were saying that it was like boom, and I was like whoa, and then like dude, it's it that's that's just the crazy thing to even think about. A hundred percent. You know, it's like just you oof, study your history really. Exactly. If you want to really kind of know what your future is going to be about, yes. study your history. And the people that really had it together were people that appreciated everything. If you mm. really go to, if you really go to the right sides of history, like when I say right, I mean correct. I really do. Yeah. I, do I do think there's a right and wrong way. Yeah. Um, there's no such. Well, no, no. There's no such thing as right and wrong. There's just correct and incorrect. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Thank like, you. Yeah. Thank you. Correct. There is not a to be way. all like, hey. But no. No. You're just right, saying. You're right. <laughs> we just talked about this, and you're 100 right. It's uh. But yeah, there is correct. a correct way to do it. There's a correct way to do it. And and the correct way to do it is to appreciate everything around you. Because yeah. when I lost all of my material things, I started gaining... Okay, so this is what it is, right? You have a container. And I think we all have a cont- container. Yes. Yes. We are finite beings in this physical. So we have a container. Sometimes you got to get rid of the shit to start getting some of that good stuff in you, right? And when That's, you start separating mm. yourself from things that just don't matter... And you start to fill yourself with things that do matter, like appreciation for everything and yes. understanding the harmony of everything. Gratefulness. That's a powerful force in itself. A hundred percent. People have to understand that. Be grateful. Yeah. Even if you're in like the shit right now, which a lot of us are. Yeah. Seriously. 
dude, be grateful for it. Be grateful for that storm because that storm is like what I told you yeah, earlier exactly. with yeah, yeah. like making a beach out of a, like what was there, like just a bunch of stones and like you couldn't inhabit it. It was just, and now it's a beautiful beach that you can literally sit there and watch the water come in. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, let the storm come. There's yeah. so like, holy shit. Cause it's going to make you something that's stronger than what came before. 1000%. Feel? Cause that's what erosion is. It's just destruction. There, the water is just destroying the rock, just yep. destroying it, destroying it yep. until it becomes sand. Yeah. And then eventually it just kind of turns into a beach. Yeah. Then it's an easy way, a place to sit and chill and relax. and Something new. It's something new. Destru destruction does breed something new. Sometimes it's unfortunate it has to get to that point. <laughs> and another thing is it's usually something beautiful. And much better. And the, the ironic thing is I was actually listening to uh, Jordan Peterson talk about this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked about how um, that beauty, you know, has depth. So it went through something dark and tumultuous and traumatizing, and, and that's what gave it that sense of depth. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it went through a storm in itself yeah. to become that beautiful thing. yeah. And then he was saying how beauty is also synonymous with the divine. Yeah. And I find that interesting that we talk about, you know, Jesus on the cross and whatnot, because I feel like that's the, that's like the real, you know, culmination of all the suffering. Yeah. yeah. And that right there is like a, it's a it's a visual representation to me of beautiful beings go. And, and you know what? It's not even just Jesus. It's every beautiful being who is like gone through this world. Right. I think of so many people like Bob Marley, Tupac, you know, John Lennon. Just, I mean, dude, you, you, Gandhi, you think of all these people who have ever said anything, who've ever, MLK, yeah. Malcolm X, yeah. like we were talking about those two earlier. Yeah. Anybody who's gone through anything and tried to make a change is, is the sacrifice. It's an it's an unfortunate and truth. It's like yo, and who knows if the the resurrection, in the way of you know how Jesus resurrected, who knows if like the memory living on mm -hmm. and kind of basically being eternal mm -hmm. through what they've said and their actions and and just learning from their example. What if that's the resurrection in a way? So they never really are like they never reach that third death yeah, when people yeah. what you've, you've probably heard this yeah so it's like you know it's like, uh, you die Coco. all all the people you know die mm -hmm. and then all the people who will ever know your name yeah die so it's like that's the third and like you're never you're never uttered ever after that so exactly just like coco yeah um but what if that's it right there mm -hmm. like you never really really die die because people remember you for who you were yeah and i feel like that right there and this is even why Jesus was the Christ, okay? Because yeah. Christ is a, it's not referencing a person. Right. It's referencing an energy. Right. The second coming, you know, is the energy reaching all of us. Right. It's reaching the church, which is the body, which is the people. Right. And I think that's the people who really actually are, like, just attuned to it. Like, yeah. what we call woke yeah. <laughs> Not everybody's as woke as they think, but I think that there are really just people who have been like hit with that energy. Yeah. And that right there is what I believe the second coming of the crisis. It's not just like one person coming back. It's literally everybody attaining that level of consciousness. Because yeah. the interesting thing is that Jesus, you know, we 
he's born. We don't really hear much about him. He dogs out the Pharisees and pisses them off at the age of 12, and then suddenly they want his head, so he's got to flee. We never hear where he goes. Yeah. And it's very interesting because if you do some research, you'll find that he, I believe, ended up in Tibet. I believe that's where it is, like eastern Tibet. Yeah. He yeah, shows yeah. up in, and he's known as St. Isa. Mm-hmm. And he studied Buddhism, basically. Yeah. And then suddenly he has this, like, you know, coming back thing, and he's 30, and it's like, wait. And it's like, he's got all these, like, kind of Zen teachings, yeah. and if you really stop and think about it, and I'm like, this dude's a Buddhist. Like, wait a second. And that's, I think, what, and it, it's it's annoying because there's so many labels, but yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's and, not about... It's not the labels. It's, it's not the It's label. just the, le- the level of consciousness. Exactly. That's what people are misunderstanding. Exactly. Like, you're, okay, I watch this time and time, and people pray to Jesus and stuff. I'm like, dude, it's not what he intended. He wanted you to have the energy exactly. to do this thing instead yeah. of trying to, like, look for an external. Like, you're, you're trying to always put something that's within you. Yeah externally on this other being to do it for you. Because honestly, like, let's, let's keep it a buck, right? If Jesus was alive, he would reject praise. Yes. So why are you doing it in his death? It makes he, no sense. And representing him by the very thing that he died on. That's just weird. It's like the it's thing. It's like a death cult. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's like, why? it's the same thing. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Like uh, when this whole COVID-19 thing started, it's not funny, but this part is kind of funny. Um, Dark senses of humor are always welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like kids, are, they couldn't they couldn't walk the stage for graduation, and so people started oh. posting their graduation pictures. It's like, hey, no, that's probably not making them feel better. No. Like, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's no, like, well, you, you're missing the point. Like, yeah, no, you're not getting. But it, I agree exactly. with you a thousand percent. Like, and, and the thing is, we're not. Some of what we're saying might be like filling in the blanks because you kind of have to with some of history, but some of this stuff is just provable. Jesus would be around and people would come to Jesus and then they would be praising him and he'd be like, nah, get up, give me your feet. Yeah. And he would wash their feet. Yeah, he's like, shut up and let me do what I gotta do. Yeah, you know? man, like, like I'm, I'm not here to serve. So when I tell you, like we'll, we'll loop around all day, but when I tell you I'm a real Christian, yeah. that I'm here to serve. Yeah. I am not, I am not the guy. I just don't call myself a Christian. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that. But if you're going to be some, if you're going to, and the reason I don't even like calling myself a Christian, I, I've been battling with this for like the past five years. I don't like calling myself a Christian because I don't like what Christians Bingo. represent. I love what Christianity represents, but but the Christians don't represent that. I just possess the energy. I don't need the title. Yeah, it's, it's one That's of That's where things. it is for me. Like, yeah. you'll You'll know them by their works. One thousand percent. That's it right there. I, I don't I don't know how this is thing. I don't know how you can argue that. Yeah. And I don't think anyone can argue it. And if you look even when you watch these political shows, there are some things that are unarguable. They'll just change the argument. Right. But there are some things that are unarguable. Yeah. And that's one of them. That's like a, that's one of those unarguable. That's like an art things. form though. <laughs> They're oh, like amazing. I, I can't it. I can't answer this question, so whoop, like yeah. old switcheroo. It's They'll also be like, you know, I Listen, no one's arguing that. Yeah. And then they'll just change the argument. Yeah. It's like, man, this but is what about beautiful. this? And it's like it's a beautiful, brilliant dance. Wow, <laughs> you you've done this before. <laughs> this ain't your first rodeo, cowboy. <laughs> Tip my hat to you there. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Dude, man, like I it's it's oh, it's funny when you're able to have real conversations with people. Yes. And this is one of the I didn't say this part in the intro, but the reason this is such an amazing thing is because this is our first, this is our first guest under the new format 
in house. Hey. You know? So so and this is honestly the first guest ever in house. I've gone to people, but it was before I had my setup. Now I got my setup. It's too heavy to bring it to people now. Yeah, right. But uh, it's too much, too much, too much of a setup. Now just too I much energy. Come over and I'll hit the on button. Yeah, right. But um, but that is what's important about this conversation mm-hmm. is because we can converse. Bingo. Do you know what I mean? We can we can have an idea. We can and we can leave this. I think we'll both leave this with one if it's even a speck of more knowledge or just understanding. Yeah. And if only if the only understanding is oh, I get where he's coming from. Yeah, that's, that's and that's enough. all that matters. It's just the connections with, we have 100%, with each other. Man. Because like once you can actually like, I feel connect with people. Yeah, then it's like you're seeing yourself within them. I think and the perfect segue. It's like it. Namaste. The God in me, like the divine in me, sees the divine in you. Yeah, it's just that simple. It's like once you recognize that it's like I am, He is, You are, He is, You are, Me is, and we are all together. That is like just, dude. Again, that's getting back to the whole shard thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. We're all a shard of the divine because that's literally it. Yeah. When you like can just realize that, dude, you'll treat people totally different. Yeah, I like, agree. It's like with okay, you. like I had this thought too today. It's like sharing. We always try and say that sharing is not a selfish thing. No, that's that's not true. It, yeah, I agree. It it actually is one of the most selfish things, but not in the sense of selfish that we think in. Yeah. Because when you are giving to others, you're really just giving to yourself. Yeah. And that's that's like so true. It has to do with that container we talked about, right? Like yeah. when you have a when you have an excess, when yeah. you have a surplus and you have no when you have too much Mm. If you're if mm. you're if you're good, right? Wow, I just learned a lot of shit when you just said that in like half a second. You see what I'm saying? When Talk you about have a download, when Holy you shit. have too much, you have to either give or discard. And you're always given. Wow, and that opportunity arises when. It, wow, you see what I mean? So now that container, now you're getting Damn. you're getting some out of that container. So then you're it's making what room was, for the good stuff. Yes, it's funny what I was saying about that hindsight 2020 sort of thing. Cause yeah. Like, I just had like a memory of some something like some occurrences. Yeah. Or some who were like, um, hell out of herb. Yeah. And they're like, yo, like, and it's like, you know, you might borrow some money from somebody or whatever have you. And like, yeah, let me get, you know, some herb instead yeah. of like, and like, wait, I kind of need, you think you need it. Yeah. And then something even worse occurs. Yeah. That takes the whole thing. And yeah. you're like, shit. So it's like so interesting how you're given that, dude, that was a moment. It was like how you're saying that though. Like you're always giving that up or I was saying about what you were saying too. Yeah. And I just think that's interesting too, even how we're just vibing off each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think that's like so interesting. When you really listen to people and you freely, like I was saying, like even in the car, like yeah. observing. Yeah. When you just observe and you instead of trying to always be the actor and try and be a character, which ooh, I'm about to make a connection real quick. When you stop trying to do that, that's when you really I feel like are going to learn why certain things had to happen. Yeah. And like the whole thing with you saying with the excess, that's yeah. it right there. That's exactly it. And honestly, mm. that's one of those, that's why the connection is good because you realize when you can check me and go, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with excess. And you're yeah. like, you know, there isn't anything wrong with it. Depending but on what it is. It depends on what it is. And it and depends on what it's used for. It depends on what intention. It's, it's intention all about things. intention. It's, it's, it's all about energy. intention. It's where, it's, it's where you want to flow that energy to. Because at the and end of why? the day, you can die from a water overdose. That's actually a fact. You know what I mean? That's like, true. But we all know that water is probably the most important thing that yeah. we can consume in this life. You can waterboard somebody. <laughs> exactly. Know? Like, so it's it's just one of those things that too 
too much cannot always be a good thing, but mm. I'm learning that it's not that it's always a bad thing. It's yeah, not that true. it's always a bad thing, it, but it can't always be a good thing. Do you know what I mean? I feel that. The connection I was going to make real quick on that whole being an actor thing is I think that's why a lot of people experience depression. Ooh, talk about that. Talk Jim about Carrey that. is stated, and I agree with what, I, I totally agree with that theory, what he said is depression is you're just tired of playing the character you've been playing. Yes, because you're consistently yes. in this reactionary character mode. Yeah. You don't need to react to everything. Yeah. You don't need to be the actor all the time. Yeah. Have you ever experienced depression? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why I can say this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yo, when you are constantly this person who is just, like, reacting, you're basically draining your energy. Yeah. And then you are taking that energy away from the character you were. Yeah. That's why you're like, holy shit, I'm not interested in anything anymore. Yeah. Because you're basically, like, reacted out. Yeah. But it's interesting, too, where it the solution's in the word. Yeah. We say depression. Okay, break it into three different words. Yeah. Deep rest session or a deep rest in session. Yeah. Depression. Yeah. It's like break the words apart. You need to rest and recharge. You need to get that R and R. Yeah. The rest and recharge. We say rest and relaxation. No. Rest and recharge is yeah. what R and R actually means. Yeah. Like relaxate, it's like no. Lax, like if you think about lax, it's yeah. loose. Like, why do you need to be loose? You don't need to be loose. You need to charge. Yeah. Yeah. Like that doesn't you don't need to get lazy. You just need to just charge your fucking batteries yeah. to go at it again. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like I like the way you I like the way you even look at that. And it's funny, even when you're breaking down the word, I I break it down as well. It's like you phonetics man yeah they don't teach hooked on phonics anymore you ever notice that yeah dude i'm not gonna lie man phonics was like my favorite like same class when we broke that shit down i'd go oh shit and i almost feel like it was like training yeah for like dude like the correct people i am a I to like lead phone, the dude. future world i'm not even i feel I like it's and i'm not i'm not trying to like say that like you know we're the best generation that's ever going to exist but i think it's very ironic that we call the one the there's a greatest generation out there just because they fought in World War II. But, like, y'all were still a part of the old world. Mm -hmm. What about our generation? Right. Who's creating a brand new one and is literally, like, the pioneers of this new world that we're embarking on. I love that. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be, like, a dick or, you know, entitled, but I'm fairly certain we're the greatest generation. And I think it's so interesting how millennials are persecuted by so many other generations behind us. And even the ones, like the, the Zers call us Boomer. I'm like, are you serious? Sit down. You don't even know. You try to replicate what my generation actually lived through. Yeah. You wish y'all came from the 90s and lived through that wave so, <laughs> so bad. So you funny. are so thirsty for that 90s shit, and you can never actually have those genuine memories. Do you know why? Because we fronting. are the perfect babies of mm. digital and analog. That's it right there. We know where it came from, and we're seeing where it's going. Exactly. I just got, I got chills. That's yeah. it right there. Exactly. That's what we are the pine. It's like, dude, we, we have one foot in each spot. Yeah. So we're that middle, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We are both like, like the light is half on us and half yeah. off us. So exactly. it's like, yo, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> the future kids, like, when we, like, our old freaking grandparents and shit, and who knows if we're actually even going to get old with the technologies that yeah. have been actually, like, you know, kept from us. I'm fairly certain there's technologies that can keep us young. Ooh, we get the like, straps. And you know our technology saying? is great. 
Like our phones like, are scraps. That's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo. Like our phones are what they allow us to you have, don't, right? Dude, you don't even... Uh, and there's... That, it's funny how you say that, how they allow us, because even like the, the manipulation that happens with those, like there's backdoor access through what's called an ARC chip on every single digital device. That's a fact. Absolutely. So it's like... Wow, and that's on every. That's on everyone's phone. That's on a computer. That's on. I mean, even TVs now. They yeah. have like cameras in them behind the screens. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't know that, now you know that. <laughs> so it's just like, yo, it's crazy shit. Yeah. Like when you really stop and think about, like, dude, they're constantly surveilling people. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. And this is the interesting thing about these technologies being released is there isn't that. Yeah. So it makes me wonder: is like if. Okay, not only are they not being released, but are they not being released because they can't figure out how to put the surveillance on them? Is that why they haven't been released? Maybe. You know, like that people got to just stop and ask questions for a second cuz like yeah. look around. Cameras on street corners and to quote unquote make you feel safe. What is safe? That's a good question. What what is that? Cuz like right I've now I've literally never even asked myself that question. Cuz like right now a uh, we for all we know, there could be a tank barreling down the street. And it could just come plowing right into this house, and everything would come tumbling on us. So funny. And you're talking my language. How 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 is this deemed safe? It's we so love funny. to think that our homes are so safe. What really are they? And we keep telling people to stay safe. You want me to stay safe? How do I stay safe? Yeah. How? Because there's no such thing. It's an illusion. That's. So I could stay free, funny. however. Because if I'm like in the great outdoors and there's a tank coming, hey, I see that tank coming. Yeah. And I can do something now about it. Like yeah. run the opposite way or a way, like around. You can't hide behind a building because, again, you're just trying to feel safe. You know, like there's only so it's like shadows are security. Yeah. I think that's like the greatest thing to say because like in darkness, you won't see that individual. Yeah. But at the same time, they're kind of more safe. And, the, and I think that's why so many people stay in the dark, too. Yeah. It's because uh, they feel a sense of security in that, like, and that's why they don't come to the light. That's so funny. It's, Man. Dude. See how everything just is so interwoven and connected? Just if you stop and think and just talk it out. Yeah. I agree with you. Interesting shit. I, there are times you brought up, like, what is safe? Dude, mm. it's the funniest thing about that is that over the past couple weeks, who's calling me? Over the past couple weeks, I've... Uh, Maybe months. I've been, I've come in the house, I've locked the door, and I've said, honestly, like if somebody really wanted to get in here, like this door, these windows are not stopping them. Like literally, I've had these the, these thoughts. I'm just like, I'm saying, I'm gonna do it because it makes me feel better. But like, makes you feel better. Yeah, it makes me feel better, uh, and you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But like, it makes me feel better. And but at the end of the day, if somebody really wanted to come in here and just blow down on everything, okay. <laughs> what can I do? You know, like this door is not going to do it. We do things for, I think, our own interests more so, like the calming aspect, or like you just said, like the feeling. Yeah. Because you want this feeling, so that's why you do it. Yeah. Because it like gives you the chemical ba balance, or you know, whatever have you, to make you feel a certain way. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be that way. You know what you that's know? exactly like? It's exactly like exactly what we're living in. And I want to go back to something, and I won't forget it. I promise I won't forget it. But I want to go back to something. Okay. Before we do, it's just like this COVID thing, right? People, and, you know, we've, we talked about this in the car. I do believe that there is something. I do believe that there is a disease. I do not believe it's a, as contagious as they say. Okay. And I don't believe it. it I do believe it's as deadly, deadly as they say, but I don't believe an, as many people as they say will be victims of it will be victims of it. Meaning, 
to some people, it's deadly, deadly. Like, I believe okay. that some people with whatever they got, like, if they have, I don't know, I don't know what they say, uh, obesity and something else is, like, really the, the common denominators of people that are dying from this disease, right? Okay. Um, I believe that it is deadly to some people, but mm-hmm. I don't believe it's as deadly to as many people as they're trying to say it's, it's deadly to. Okay. I do believe that it might be as contagious as they say, but it also might just be, like, do you know how many germs are in you at any given point? Like... I just think we're in this really weird spot. And then when you when you say, like, oh, it makes you feel better, people don't even understand why they're wearing the mask. They think Ooh. that the mask is protecting them. If no. you really read what they're saying, it's really protecting the people around you, which is a bigger thing. So now we live in this world where you say we're interconnected, and I believe that you're right. Mm-hmm. We are interconnected. People aren't even taking that as the reason to wear the mask. They're wearing the mask for a selfish reason. Even if this was all a, a, an experiment, they're failing. <laughs> they're failing I've, the experiment. I've read that it actually, uh, like, it, it's like a CO two imbalance because you're constantly rebreathing CO two. I agree with that. I can so feel it, it. it. And there's like definitely things that happen mm-hmm. from that because I haven't worn one because of all that. Luckily, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, I personally don't believe in wearing it. Yeah. It's like I believe in the immune system. <laughs> and I believe like if you really just keep your immune system healthy yeah. with like foreign microbes, which you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right, I, and especially also, with that ninety-nine percent survival rate. I'm kind of like, it's it's annoying. Come man. on, you guys. Like, it's again though, but it's all energy. Yeah, as I was saying in the car, it's all energy, baby. Like, yeah, and energy goes where attention flows. Yeah. So I, and it's like it sounds so arrogant and just like kind of dickish to say it, and that's why it's like kind of one of those like. Ah, hell kind of moments yeah. when you say that but it's true like what you focus on comes to you yeah it's magnetized yeah it's what happens so it's like if you're if you're constantly okay and you could even stop and think about it you have a friend who sneezes yeah and you go oh shit I hope I don't get sick yeah it's not the germs yeah it's literally you go oh shit I hope I don't get sick and then over time you start getting these random symptoms and because you're sitting there focusing they're amplifying I've experienced this myself. Yeah. I remember being in a movie theater and there was a girl and they came in with like the, the whole family come in. The, this one girl was coughing and I'm thinking to myself like, why would you bring a sick kid into a movie theater mm-hmm. with like an air conditioner yeah, and all these people. Yeah. Exactly. We all have to breathe the same air. Okay. Because I'm thinking this way, she's, she coughs during the movie and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I start getting all sorts of frustrated. And then it's so interesting because literally a couple of days later, I totally didn't catch it. Yeah. But I, I noticed that right after it happened, I focused on it intently. Like, oh my God. And yeah. I just got all in my feels and like I made it personal. Yeah. And it's funny that I'm saying I made it personal because mm-hmm. I literally just made it a personal experience for myself. Yeah. So it's funny how we say, oh, it's personal. Like, are we really just manifesting things to make it personal. Listen, I, I'm like not literally, I'm not against that too, because we live in a, in a time where there are too many, which is a good thing and a bad thing. There are too many sheeps. And the reason I say that is because not enough people have their own opinions. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. That is why the NPCs, non-playable yeah, characters. Exactly. Like, and it's, it's one of those things where I'm looking at it, but that's when people like, I, I, I don't like to do this, but I'm going to do it. That's why people like myself are going to, and yourself, and that's another thing I want to bring up, are going to flourish in a time where there are so many people that don't know. Who do we follow? Where do know, we go? That kind of ties in with one of the people that I follow. 
Mm-hmm. David Goggins, major shout out to David Goggins right now. Because like, holy shit. Yeah. If, if you haven't heard about David Goggins, oh my God. I'll write it down. This man is like a legend in our time. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got to keep, this dude, oh my God, what was it? Like a 240 mile marathon he did or some shit like that? Dude, maybe, was he on uh, Rogan? Yes, oh, multiple times he's been on Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. This, this, this. He, yeah, two hundred. I believe it was two hundred and forty miles. That was the yeah, marathon he did. Yeah. And at the two hundred mile marker, he went off the course, and it was like seven miles off. And then he had to come back that seven. So he did two hundred and fourteen miles at that point. And then, like, I forgot exactly what happened. Something with it was some something with his stomach. I believe he had like some sort of like muscle thing or whatever. Like, look this up. It's intense. But he was basically. On a stretcher, he was in like a hospital bed. He was on his like as he said, he was on his back. Within a matter of hours, this man like conquered whatever the fuck was going on internally and gets the fuck out the bed and back in the motherfucking race. And I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you like have this mentality to be this just sharp? Yeah, yeah. It's holy shit. I actually just kind of got off track. What I was even gonna say. I know, I was, like, so enamored by, like, the fact that this dude, like, like I'm, I, the dude is a force in himself, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm messing with my thoughts, like, I'm like, holy shit, because that right there is, like, such a supreme being, as I was kind of yeah, staying yeah. with you, but, like, being, like, supreme beings, like, that's what the word supremacist means. Yeah. And I, I guess KRS said we need to change the definition of it and focus on what it really means instead of, like, what's trying to be connected to it. I, I agree with that. It's one of those things, I was thinking about this, because I'm, I'm a critical thinker. I mean, it's just what I, I'm a problem solver. I'm a, I'm a critical thinker. So, I'm um, I'm reading what's going on. We, we got a lot of a lot of a lot happening in the world right now, which I also believe it, there's so much we can get into. Um, we have a lot go, going on, and one of the things that you know people se- always tend to bring up, and it pisses me off. Anytime someone gets killed by the police, then you see, or bla- someone black gets killed by the police, or mm-hmm or someone in law enforcement or authority, someone in authority, mm-hmm. um, and then there's no justice served. You get the people that come out and say Black Lives Matter. And then you get the people that say All Lives Matter. And yeah. then you get the people that say, well, if Black Lives Matter so much, why black on black crime? And this is the thing that pisses me off. Because I used to be one of these people. And I had to take a step back and really look at what does Black Lives Matter mean? What does all this mean? Right. Dude, white supremacy... It, Racism is one thing. Systematic racism is one thing. White supremacy is another thing that I don't believe exists. And this is why I don't believe it exists, just like black-on-black crime doesn't exist. People kill in proximity. Mm. Like, that is just a fact. You don't go out of your way to kill people unless you are a serial killer. You, you don't just go out of your way to kill people. You kill people that you, you know. You usually kill certain kind of people when you're a serial killer. Exactly. It, you, it's, you You kill the same type of people. You, honestly, we can get into it. You kill the same person every time. In your mind, you're killing the same person every time. Pretty much. Th- this is my mom. She abandoned me. So I'm going to kill Projections. this. Projections. Exactly. You're just projecting, yeah. right? So in the shadows. same way that white Shadow supremacy. Boxing. Exactly. In the same way that I believe black on black crime is a myth, it's made up and it's it's this terrible argument. I also believe white supremacy is a terrible argument because I think everyone look should look at themselves as I, what I am, what I represent is that's the best. That's supreme. Supreme. I, that's what that is. We all should feel that way. And I'm married to a Puerto Rican who, if you know any Puerto Ricans, they're always touting the Puerto Rican flag. Bingo. Always. They got pride. They got pride in who they are. They. It doesn't matter who anyone else is. 
they got pride in who they are. Black people do too. I don't think it's <laughs> actually, I don't like the word pride. I understand how you don't like the word pride. Because, well, there's a reason why I don't like the word pride. Yeah. Bruce Lee once said this, and it's a beautiful blue, uh, Lee, <laughs> Bruce Lee quote. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful quote, and he said that basically people with pride are translucent. Okay. People with self-esteem are opaque. Okay. And I feel like that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, because I'm, I, I'm But I feel that. like at the same time, that's what it is. It's just knowing who you are. Exactly. And that's like the beautiful thing about it. I don't think people have pride. I think they have self-esteem. They have, they have love for who they are. That's what self-esteem is, self-love. I'm glad that you said that because I've been struggling with the word for pride because I don't think it's good to be proud. Yeah. But I do think it's good to have self-esteem. And I feel like there's a better word, and I'll, I'll figure it out. Well, I think that I, maybe we just need to make a word Let's for make it. A word. You know we'll make saying? a word. Like, we'll, that's, we'll figure that's it what out. That's what we got to do. Like, why not? Like, but I agree with you because it's, it's one of those – it's just like there's nothing wrong with loving yourself and people yeah. that look like you. Bingo. You're, that's when you're projecting. Right? You know that's healthy projection. Exactly. And I think that just like, like I said, black on black crime is a myth. That is a made up thing. It makes no sense because people kill in proximity and the way that the country is set up, it is, it is segregated. It's funny what you just, I want to touch real fast. Like what you just said about like loving people to look like you, when you see yourself in the divine, oh, I love this. Yeah. Everybody looks like you. Exactly. And that's like the thing right there. If you can just have self esteem and everyone around you. Yeah. Dude. Like, imagine if everybody, like, okay, even, like, because obviously we look different. Yeah. Like, on surface level. Yeah. But it's like, imagine if we all just saw each other as energy. It's so funny you say that. And, like, that. We, we, like, would really just take the time to, like, look each other in the eye. Because I, I watch people in conversations. They don't look each other in the eye. Yeah. No wonder you don't see yourself in that person. Yeah. There's no soul connection, literally. You're yeah. not seeing the divine because you're like, yeah, man, like, oh. You're giving these people these disrespectful vibes. It's like... Exactly. So why do you think you're going to get this, like, the opposite return? It's really funny you say that because I agree and, with that. And no wonder you're not seeing yourself in that person because, dude, give everybody that respect that you are craving and watch it come back to you. One it's a boomerang the, effect. One of the things I don't like about what, the time we live in is that people are... They're not allowed to say certain things. They're not allowed to say certain buzzwords. Like, white people are not allowed to say, I don't see color. Um, because a lot of times when people yeah. say that, they're being dismissive. But I as a black that. man, I'm just being honest, and I've, gone, I've grown up in a lot of different... My dad's from Brooklyn. My mom's from Virginia, and they met in Cleveland. And I grew up around a lot of white kids. My, and I hate when people say this, but it's just a fact. My absolute best friend in the world, white. I have another best friend, white. Another best best friend, black. Another best friend, same here. Italian and black. This is the same so out. it's like that is for me. When I say I don't see color, it's literally I see character first. But I'm allowed to say that because I'm black. <laughs> I'm so saying. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. that's what I see. I literally don't see. And and the thing is, and and I'll, I'll let me talk to the black people because I get it. White people are allowed not to see color because it doesn't affect your day to day life. Right, and black people aren't really allowed not to see color. But in my walk, I'm very fortunate that I I don't see it, and I'm not. I have to I have to be reminded of it. I have to be reminded of color all of the time. Maybe it's because you also see the divine too, and that's what it is. And I think it's maybe because you're also looking for it because that's what you're putting your focus to. Exactly, it's like you're looking for like-minded beings regardless of what exactly. they look like, instead of people that just look like you. 
Exactly. And it's like, I know I'm a white dude saying this, and I know people are going to be like, oh my God, but you never experienced anything, whatever. But it's right. like, okay, in my own ways I have, but not certainly as severe as that. Right. So, and I know not that. systemically. I, I, exactly. Yeah. And I am totally conscious of that, which yeah, exactly. is why I'm like, yo. Yeah. But I, I do feel like white people do need to like say something at this time. I'm glad you said that. They do. Like, y'all need to get, like, stop watching the news, yeah. looking for your answers there, use your goddamn mind. Yeah. And just get off your ass. I it's agree just with that, that simple. Thank like, you. seriously. I like, agree with that. It's the simplest things, too. Yeah. It's even just saying, like, yo, you matter to me. Yeah. And just saying, like, things that make it conscious that you understand what we are going through instead of just acting like it's a given. Exactly. And at the same time, just because you're not a racist doesn't mean you deserve a pat on the back. I love that you said that. Because that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. You feel? But it's like, exactly. I, the other thing, though, is like, just because you've gone through racism mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have a get, like, you can do it too. It I doesn't give you the, yeah. like, that's, I think that's like the big three. Yeah. On it, just because you're not a racist doesn't mean you get a pat on the back. Yeah, just because you experienced racism doesn't give you an excuse to do it either. Exactly. And what was the other one I said before that? <laughs> I feel like it was just inherent. I'm just. I'm I know, right? I kind of feel like too. It was like it's just so straightforward. It's like if you uh, maybe this is the big two. Then maybe not the big yeah. three. Maybe it's just the big two right there. Just because you've experienced it doesn't mean you have an excuse to do it. Yeah. And just I because, yeah, it, it's, it's, I already said it. So it's like, y'all just listen. It's just that simple though. It, I agree. I listen. I literally, I could not agree with that more. And again, these are great segues. It goes right into what's going on in this country now. And we don't know when this is going to air, but I'm confident that this is going to be pretty, <laughs> it's, it's going to be pretty in your face for this, a couple weeks. Here. This is going to be a wave. Exactly. Gotta ride this one out. And, um, it's one of those things like with the pro there's protesters, right? And then there's the looters and then there's the people rioters, in between, yeah. right? The rioters, I would say, are the people in between. I believe the looters are opportunists. Um, yeah. I believe the rioters are people that don't have, like you said, control of their emotions. Because um, there's nothing wrong with feeling. Right. But none of us should act but off of feeling. Be aware. Exactly. Well, feeling's different. It's just awareness. Yeah. Like... Because, I mean, feeling is tied to energy. So it's like exactly. there's there's a reason why. So it's kind of just at least just take the time to understand why you're feeling what you're feeling. But that goes into the three parts that you said, right? Yeah, true. There's spirit, there's body, yes. right? And then there's mind. Yes. And the spirit is your feeling. Yes. The, but that has to be your mind and body have to figure out what to do with that feeling. Bingo. Right? So some people want to punch people in the face. That's the physical. Bingo. And some people, you know, just some people go back to the brain and go, okay, I'm going to do this. Right. And sometimes there's a combination of the both. Right. I think, you know, and I've said this too on my Snapchat. Um, I think there's four levels. Okay. Not just three. Let's go with it. So the last, the fourth branch of it is emotional. Okay. And I feel like they're all like, we talk about multidimensional. Yeah. I feel like each one of those things is a dimension. Yeah. And we all have a vessel. Like, the physical body is a vessel to experience the physical realm. Yeah. The the mind, as strange and perplexing as it is, it's like a psychic fog in the words of Alan Watts, mm -hmm. that's our vessel to experience the mental realm. Mm -hmm. Maybe the mental realm is just like a psychic fog. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, our soul 
or our spirit, whatever have you, is literally a vessel to experience the spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our emotions, the emotional spectrum that we feel, our feeling, is our vessel to experience the emotional realm. Yeah. Because how do we know that humans necessarily, like, we just have emotions? Because the Greeks, and I love this, this is the thing that I love right here. The Greeks said that basically emotions are spirits that are visiting you and they're trying to give you a Did message. Did you say this on one of your. I've said this a long time IGTVs ago. TVs or something? Something like this. I've, I've said this that. a long time ago. Yeah. And I've heard, I've heard this too on uh, Avery Marcus. Some, yeah. Somebody said that on, on one of his podcasts. Yeah. But like, that is so legit. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. It's like, I've, I actually was talking with a buddy of mine. And I, it's like, ghost, demons, however you want to like yeah. refer to it. I definitely believe like the spiritual, like the residual spiritual energy can definitely come through and you can interact with it or it can... It can be trying to tell you something or whatever have you, but it's like, you know, when you do, when let's, you do. Let's take a break here. Yo, Boz here. Um, I just want to kind of take some time apart and kind of talk to you guys a little bit about my journey for this year. Um, maybe some of you know, I know we've hinted uh, about it on the podcast, but in 2020, I cut off my, I guess, a little bit of a blowout uh, curl top, and I decided to go and join the wave game and basically what a wave is or what waves are it's a hairstyle man where you just kind of brush all your hair down um lay down the curls flat stretch them out and then you get this really really dope pattern in your hair um one of my favorite things about the wave game uh is the community uh and the other thing about the wave game that i love is just the different products you get to try there's all different types of like pomades to help lay your hair down, brushes to help kind of stretch those curls out, um, and do-rags to kind of just lay everything down and keep it the way you want it to be. Here's the thing. We've partnered with a site called SwagRag.com. That's SwagRag.com, W-R-S-W-A-G-R-A-G.com. And we're, we're basically allowing y'all to get some of these products. Maybe switch up your hairstyle. Women can do it, too. There's a lot of dope female waivers out there. Um, but anyway, go to SwagRag.com, load up your cart, um, and then put Boz in uh, at checkout. The promo code is Boz, B-O-Z-Z, um, at checkout. Um, and get 10% off of everything. It's kind of dope. You get to go, you know, listen to the podcast. And for listening to the podcast, you get 10% off of any of your do-rags, your brushing needs, all of that. So remember, go to swagrag.com, uh, enter in the promo code B-O-Z-Z at checkout to get 10% off. And uh, we're going to get right back into the show. Please. All right. So we are <laughs> back. All right. Let's go. So... We took a little break as Instagram Live stuff, whatever. It's cool though. It's cool though. But uh, but we're also gonna get back on track. So you yeah, had and a, I was talking about, about uh, David Goggins. Yes. But he was what? And I remembered what he was saying. So it was like you were saying with "We're gonna be the great ones," and how I was talking about the greatest generation. David Goggins said that it is so easy to be great now because this is such a softened generation. Anybody who gets talked to just gets in their feels. They don't listen to anything, and it's just like, dude. Those who can actually just not be in their feels and learn, yeah. and instead of taking all of their energy to like be all like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> instead, yeah. like take that and absorb it and like use the energy for that absorption of information, you are literally gonna make it so much farther in this world than it like 
those people who literally are going, meh, meh, meh. Because the whole thing is, you're either going to use the energy to go, meh, 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 or to literally learn it. Yeah. It has to go some way. And it's very interesting how that ties into the, also this point, which if you're really emotional, you can't learn new things. (laughs) It literally inhibits you. Yes. You can't take in new information. You can't think critically if you are emotional. And I find that very ironic right now with even like what I just said like 10 seconds ago. But the whole thing about George Soros saying that the black community is the easiest manipulated. And I'm going to say that. Do your research. Look up. He actually said that. Yeah. And that's why I'm sitting here like, dude, it's all about not being in your feels. Like feeling it, but not reacting so intensely, you know, because that reaction needs energy too. It's it's the word I don't want to use because it's not really the word I want to use, but... It's control. It is control. You cannot allow your emotions to control it's, it's, you. It's like it's borderline manipulation. It's manipulation. Exactly. Because it's forced control, which is what manipulation is. You can't do that. You're you're when you talk about being an an all encompassing, multi dimensional, multi level being. Yes. You have to you have to learn how to exist in where you are. Yes. And you can't allow your anything to sway you one way or another. You have to allow yourself to feel, but not to be controlled by those emotions. Yes. It's very, very important to just being a productive uh, part of humanity. And the thing that I want, it's so funny that you brought brought this back because I think this is very important. Do you believe in visions or anything like that? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I I receive visions. I receive visions a lot. That's, my God. Yeah. I receive, <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I, I receive visions a lot. Well, not a lot, but when I receive them, they're strong. Yes. And it's Which very... Is, that ties in with the Bible, too. Young men will uh, see visions and old men will dream dreams. This is what I'm talking about. Which is about. weird, because my dad has been having crazy dreams, and he's an old man, so... <laughs> what? Shout out, Dad. What's up? Love you. <laughs> so, what I've, what I've... My mom, too. The vision was about... Yeah, do that. Hi, Mom. Say yeah. that. What's up, Mom? Hi, Dad. What's good? Love um, you. But uh, what I the vision I had was when 2020 really started going and things started getting like weird, like Hobie yeah. died and just it just got really weird. I had a vision of of everything being torn down. Yeah, and a few things. It was like in my head it was buildings. Like in my vision it was like buildings. It was the easiest Pillars. thing to see. Pillars. That was exactly it. I'm so glad you said that. Pillars. It was pillars. It was weird. I just it was like someone was like and people might say this is weird, but it was like someone was right here going. Telling I'm like, you, that's which what is it was. something called clear audience. It's a psychic gift. There we go. There's different levels of this shit. So it's like, not everyone's just crazy. Right. Some are. But <laughs> some are. Some, are. <laughs> some definitely are. But um, but there are it, there were pillars, and it looked like ruins, but there there were pillars, and and in the vision, it was like it was also a uh, an interpretation immediately, and it was like yeah, those there are people that will become pillars. They won't necessarily grow faster than anyone else, but everything around them will fall. And while everything around them falls, they will continue to be steadfast and rise. And I believe that we're in a time where the, the, we're in that generation where since there are so many sheep, I'm I'm glad we took that break. We needed it. Indeed. (laughs) There are so many sheep that they're looking for those pillars. And the funny thing about a pillar Mm. is you can see it from very far away. Indeed. You can see it. It's just like a like a, a, a skyline, like in our logo, right? Or like light. Like light. You can see it 
from very far away. Yes, indeed. And it's just one of those weird, we're in one of those weird times where, yeah, there are going to be people that fall. Yep. And there are going to be people that are emotionally drained. And there are mm. going to be people that are, are, are mentally drained and they will fall. Yes. And there are some, and some of those people are going to be the constructs that fall. Yes, they're going to be the, the institutions that fall and break mm. down. And from those fallen buildings, from those falling, fallen people, from those fall, unfortunate, you know, it may be unfortunate to some, but it's all about perspective and relativity, right? I'm just saying, in that vision, and you know what the vision looked like? It started, it started popping up all over the world. Guess what it looked like? Hmm. It looked like the actual coronavirus. It looked like the actual virus. Wow. And in the vision, it showed... But, you know... Do you see what I'm saying? I do, and it's funny because it's like that, what that word even breaks down to. Because corona means head. And it it's means the crown of crown. the head. Exactly. And it's like, I've thought, I've said this too on my own Snapchat. Like, I think there's, I think it's like, it's kind of like a double-edged sword with that, what it's saying. Like, it's, it's like a mental disease. It's kind of like how you think, if it's not really productive, that's the virus. Hey. And it also has to do with like, like on a spiritual level, like the crown, like like that's one of the chakra points. Yeah. And there's a lot of downloads happening right now, especially with what we're going through cosmically. Like the planet's in retrograde. Tonight's a full moon, lunar yeah. eclipse. It's like, yo. Yeah. And there's a like on the I believe it's the twenty first. Yeah, like the new moon is a as a solar eclipse. And I'm like, Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Like this this is some crazy crazy shit that we're all experiencing right now and the level of like you know super moons we've gone through and just all of this just the the timing and the order of all this yo bible even talks about that too with like the blood moons and things yeah. this is this exactly this is some divine you know experience and it's divine intervention in a way you yeah. know it's kind of what i feel like and who knows what we're going to experience from here on out we we but, really don't, but some people are afraid. I'm more. I'm, I don't want to say excited is not even the word. I'm just I was eager. Say, it's or, like got you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, like okay, but what's next? I find it interesting because it's like this is the age of Aquarius, wow. and it was prophesied that the age of Aquarius would open mm. in a lot of traumatizing dark events. Yeah, and but they would make the way. Yeah, for that golden age. Yeah. And it's so interesting how it's deemed as the golden age when everybody is like, you know, conscious and they see each other like how we were talking about, like seeing yeah. the divine in each other. And it's interesting how the Bible talks about the new earth with a thousand years reign of peace. And it's like, you guys, they're talking about the same thing just from a different aspect. I'm so glad you said that. And it's funny Thank too because you. the other thing that I, I, and it's almost like how perfectly everything serves you up like, like mm -hmm. you know, because this is something I've been thinking about for a while. Yeah. Like this can be a fun podcast. The things that I've been seeing all the way up, like from when I said, like we we, we got this all going, yeah. you know, to like now, all the things I've seen, it, like they pop. So yeah. there's the twelve disciples, twelve astrological symbols, and the twelve imams. Mm -hmm. Islam is represented by the moon, and Christianity is represented by the sun. Mm -hmm. And it's like if you sit and think, it's like, wow, mm -hmm. they all have twelve though. So yeah. there's some significance with that number. Yeah. And it's just everything is so interconnected. So it's just different viewpoints on things. I'm, I, one of the things that you said just now. And it's all cosmically connected. Exactly. And everything is necessary. And we yes. talked about this on the last podcast. And, and I want to be clear. I want to be clear. Well, first of all, we got to be real. Some yeah. things just are. P 
people die, things die, and yeah. new things are born in its place or created and not created, but grow Death is in a its part place. of life. It's just a part of the cycle of life. Yeah, and it's well, not all. It's not always good. I don't know if it necessarily applies to us though. I've seen things that like we. Okay, so gen- jellyfish are immortal. That's a real. That's that they don't die. I didn't know that. That's that's like a fact. They don't. I'm pretty sure that's a fact. They don't die. They just get eaten. I've seen things about them. How they? Yeah, they just live. And that's really. Funny. We literally have a very similar structure to them Whoa. in some ways. Sorry. Yeah, like we. I. I they, like they have a spine. We have a spine. Mm-hmm. It's like, and we have a very similar structure to. That. I've seen like a, a, a buddy of mine. Shout out to Illuminati Congo. He's posted this like meme before, and I've seen this, and he talks about immortality and whatnot in ways, and it's like. I sometimes wonder, like, yo, do we actually have to die? That's funny. Yeah. Like, are we just so focused on the fact that we've been told this? Mm-hmm. I mean, why is it in the Bible we read about Methuselah living to almost like a thousand years old and all yeah. this? Thing? Why is it we read about these like beings who live to these like ridiculous, what we think now is ridiculous ages? Yet there's like you know, freaking these these uh, Buddhist monks who are 200 years old and they're frozen in these positions, but they check their vitals and they're still like alive technically. Yeah. So it's like, is it really impossible to live like many centuries? Is that, is it really impossible? I think, um, I don't know how, even the word itself says I'm possible. So yeah, (laughs) it's really weird. I was going to say, there's a couple things from that. Turtles. (laughs) They eat uh, jellyfish. Interesting. Turtles are among some of the longest living creatures on the planet, which is really funny. Are they absorbing that essence? Are are they? Maybe you are what you eat, which is a fact. You are what you eat. Literally, what you eat becomes who you are. Bingo. It becomes the cells that make up who you are. So it's really funny. It's interesting. I have none. No, that's a boss fact. I have no, (laughs) I don't know where to go from there, but that's just interesting. Um, And it's one of those things that even the Bible speaks of eternal life and why Why is it those words because eternal means forever yeah and it's funny how like you're like actually continue your point well here's another thing that the bible says right jesus (laughs) jesus literally says you will do greater things than i did i've done right jesus literally rose from the dead and actually technically never died again he he ascended into heaven bingo so it's just funny i'm just saying i'm just saying if it, if it says, if he literally says, you'll do greater things than I've done, and that's something that he had done, maybe we'll do great. I'm not saying, I'm just, I'm not saying Maybe I'm saying. it's just the, like, the frequency of the world that we're living in makes it not possible. Maybe. And it's like, if you even think about, like, all of the additives, like, in our foods, and we don't know what they necessarily all do. We just eat it because we think it tastes good. Yeah. There's a lot of people who think, like, oh, it tastes good. It puts, you know, a feeling in my stomach. Yeah. And... That's the only reason they eat it. It's, it's but it's like how many of those chemicals that are added to that food are actually like inhibiting that ability. Exactly. Or like I, I wonder that like all the time. Like yeah. is that why they push to say eat clean food? What makes food clean? Because it doesn't have a bunch of chemicals in it. Yeah. Well, why is not all food clean then? Yeah, and why is there? Me and my wife talk about this all the time. Why does organic even exist when it should just be? Because back in our like like our grandparents' day, it was just food, right? Exactly. That's all there was. There was just food. And they didn't, they it, didn't even think about it. Why is it more expensive? Because well, to, to, to not add, you know what I mean? Like just certain things just don't make sense. Like, and that goes back health to health and wealth. It's weird, right? Health and wealth are synonymous. 
it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's another thing that's weird is that, like I said, it's it's the thing of of excess where this excess doesn't make sense. Sometimes you should go to the grocery store and they should just be out of things. Like there was a time Seasonal. when we were younger, like Seasonal you foods. only got cherries at a certain time of Bingo. the year. Yeah. You didn't get to get cherries all year all round. All the time just because you wanted cherries. That's not normal. Or like there should be like, oh, sorry, like, no, we killed our, all the cows we we're going to kill this month. Yeah. That's it. We're done. And like we don't even really savor things anymore. That's a good point, man. We just expect it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think about this a lot, like, even with cannabis strains. Yeah. You know, that's why I like to document them and talk about them. It's like, dude. That's one of my favorite things you do. I want you to talk about that today, too. Bro. I definitely will. Like, all right, fuck it right now. Like, with cannabis, it's like, dude, I love to document it and I love to, like, really savor those strains and those differences because it's like, dude, no strain really is the same. Wow. It's like really all different. Like, sure, mm-hmm. they they might have when you get down to like the terpene level, like they might have myrcene and like more on this one and yeah. less on this one and more pinene on this one and limonene on this one. It's like yeah. that's it's basically what's what it is. That's like the oils, if you will, that are mm-hmm. in the f- that make it smell and that's like the sticky and all. So when cannabis gets really dry, you notice it doesn't smell as potent and right. amazing. That's because that it dried up with the oils. They kind of dried into the bud. And that's really it that's what happens so each one of them is different Mm -hmm. and i kind of find it interesting because like there's so many different cannabis strains and there's so many different like people types yeah it's kind of the same thing you know and with cannabis though you have to just savor it like everything is different you'll notice it too i think i want to get into that because um i i smoked a lot not a lot i smoked a Mm. few times in college Mm. And um, I smoke a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, and, I, and the reason I stopped is because for me, and I have a whole theory about this, but for me, it was, just, it was very, like, not panic-inducing, but I was very paranoid. And ah. um, I think I there know this is answer. A, It's funny. I think there's a time for everything, you yes. know? And um, I just don't, I don't think my brain at that moment needed any external anything. But I do think I'm at the point in my life now where maybe I, it won't it won't have the same effects. I'm twenty. I'm, I'll be twenty nine in a, in a week or two. Like eighteen and twenty nine are totally different. I mean, we're both totally. you know in our thirty, basically in our thirties, right? I started at nineteen, so I totally feel you. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that, and I and that's why I stopped because it was just mm. overwhelming. It was too, my senses were overwhelmed, and um, oh. and I was smart mm. enough to understand that my senses were overwhelmed. And I think now it's probably different because I've experienced life, you know? I don't think they were overwhelmed. Uh, not to try and like, no, correct okay. you or anything like that, but like what what, ha- what you were experiencing your brain in its entirety for the first time. Okay. And something that cannabis does is there's, in the brain, uh, it's kind of blocked off by five sections. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you're not smoking cannabis, you can only really fire one of those sections at a time. When you smoke cannabis, it takes those walls down. Okay. So your brain can actually act in its entirety. So like zone five can interact with zone one simultaneously mm-hmm. or the whole thing can act, work at once. That's why like people get more creative Yeah. or like why food tastes like, like they notice different things and like songs cause you're having multiple things fire at once. Right. So I think that's why like some people have panic attacks first time they smoke is cause they're not used to that. 
and there's things that they haven't dealt with or whatever, and they're like, whoa. It all just comes flying at them because their brain has basically essentially been unleashed. Okay. It's kind of like that. And then it's like, you know, when you do, like, acid or something like that, that kind of, I feel like, really opens you up to a totally different spectrum. That's another thing I've you learned know? about. It's all frequency as, and spectrums. Yeah, yeah. It's all it all is. I think I learned a lot about, I was, it was probably from the Joe Rogan podcast, but um, that's what molded my idea about excess and hmm. uh, moderation. Hmm. Um, my idea about excess and moderation is, you know, I, growing up there was always like, don't do this, this is bad. Yeah. Um, do this, this is good. So yeah. as a child, and we, I, I also have a theory yeah, um, as a, I also have a theory that the way you learn is taught very early on, and it never changes. Bingo. So when you are when you're taught math at six years old, you're taught ad- addition. Mm-hmm. I believe you add the same way for the rest of your life. Now, what happens is mm-hmm. you're given multiplication, you're given division, but if you carried this six this way in your mind at six years old, I believe that that is the way you do it. And and I, I think it's oh, an interesting an interesting thing. So as a child, when they tell you this is good, this is bad. Mm-hmm. As a child, inherently, as a child, this is so funny. As a child, you want to be good. All children want to be good. They want to be accepted. They want to be good beings. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to be pure beings. So you do what is good. Mm-hmm. So if someone tells you this is good, you don't want to do any of the bad. You only want to do the good. But I think that's also what starts our unhealthy balance with this is good. We do this in excess. This is bad. We never do this. Yes. And there's a balance that is necessary for every aspect of life. And it's it's just we, it's, it's a whole other thing. We this is I can go on a tangent. But there's that's also one of the issues that I have with, you know, as us being kids, being pumped, having the Bible pumped into us. Mm. And we had the Bible pumped what into us. Um, we Yes, please. The Bible pump being pumped into us was pumped into us in excess, but the knowledge of the Bible was pumped into us at the lowest level. Bingo. So we weren't taught the right things. Yes. So then I had to unlearn everything I learned for the first 15 years of my life. Same. And then I had to go back and read it and go, holy shit, the Bible never says this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is someone else's interpretation. These exactly. Are their words, not this book's words. And that's the problem with children. Like this is how they understood it. What's your other point? Was it? What was? It, is that your point? I was going to yeah, say. Go into that. You, there was something you're going to say about when you um, were talking about we're being told what's good. Yeah. You know, when we're teenagers, we're told about peer pressure, mm-hmm. which I just got to say that's all social media actually really is. It's just social media is just literally social media programming. Yeah, exactly. It's just your peers and the people you look up to, kind of like peer pressuring you, yeah. and that's. Telling you what to believe. You know, it's, you what that's think. like you're gonna either bingo. It's either there's two ways it's gonna be used. You're either going to embrace people and how they like live, and you're gonna be like, hey, look at me, like this is it, mm. or you're gonna just use it to be influenced by the people around you. Exactly. That's really the two things. So, basically, um, what I was saying is, I find it very interesting that we're told that teenagers to pay attention to peer pressuring mm-hmm. with certain behaviors and certain things. Yeah, like what you were just saying, how we're like bombarded with like the Bible and whatnot. Yeah. In, in a way, our parents are our peers too. Oh, for sure. And yeah. it's just peer pressure from a very early age. So it's like, how can you be so 
you know, stringent. And so, like, don't fall into that when that's literally the only experience we've had from the very beginning. Like, how do we know how to even think freely when we've been peer pressured from the very beginning? Exactly. How can we know how to make our own choices? Exactly. You haven't taught me to make my own choices. Exactly. And I think that's what a lot of people have taken the time to really just understand now. And, like, parenting, whatnot, is just accept people for being different, let them figure out their path. Because, like, you can't force a path on somebody. No. And then expect them to have a free choice. At, like, that's what I think is so interesting about, like, Christian households is, like, okay, so you teach, uh, for me and my house, we will raise, or we will praise the Lord kind of mm. thing, you know. You raise them with this whole thing and this whole mindset and whatnot. And then it's, like, when they're 18, now they're exposed to a whole different world that they never even knew existed so it's like you expect them to kind of fall, and then you feel like weird when they say, "Hey, I I learned about this," yeah, or I'm I think this, you know, really resonates more with my spirit, and yeah. they're like, "Oh my god!" And people get so offended because like we raised you this way. It's like, what? It's it's you're not letting me be my own person though. It's just okay. peer pressure. Exactly. It's just upset that you're, the peer pressure didn't take. Yeah, and it's kind of ridiculous. It's like, wait, parents are supposed to be like. Guides, guides, exactly. They're not supposed to be freaking Dictators. wardens, exactly. They're not supposed to be the ones holding the keys to your life. Yeah, they're supposed to teach you how to drive. Yeah, like they like they don't just hold the keys and it's like okay, hey, you want to like you're thirty. It's like you want to go for a drive now. Like okay, I'll let you have the keys. It's like no, they're just they hold the keys for a little bit, but it's just so they can teach you how to drive. Exactly. So you like and then it's like okay, you get it. Here you go. Like, exactly. Do your thing. I've taught you over this time. It's like people just got to understand that when they're parents. That's your whole thing. When you become a parent, you're like a you, biological mentor. Exactly. When you what become you a parent, it's such a weird thing, man. It's such a weird thing. That's why there are some people, I believe that racism at, at, at its core is probably a mental illness. But um, when you, when you have it's, children, yeah. you... I don't know how you could potentially not know what unconditional love is like, or you're just completely disconnected. But like when I had my son, it was the first time I said to myself and meant it, I will do anything for this thing. Yes. Anything. Yes. And one of my favorite things that happened over this past couple of weeks is that this one of my white friends mm. who's very white, like very, very white privileged white girl. And she will tell you, mm -hmm. but now she sees it. And she goes, I've learned a couple things. One thing that I've learned over the past couple of days is I will never experience uh, the fear that other people experience. That's a big one. Country. Yes. And the second thing I, I, I realized is if anyone did anything to my son, I would burn down any city for him. Yeah. And when you realize that at its core, we talked about it earlier, yeah. that you are me and I am you and we are us. And Bingo. When you realize that, there's no re there's no way you could have any hate in your heart the, the toward any synonymous. person. Bingo. You might have hate in your heart toward an action. Yes. And, I, and even God says that. Yes. Like I hate these actions. Yes. Right. Like I hate, uh, not even hate, but I hate the. I don't. I don't condone in any way, shape, or form oppression. Or, you yes. know what I mean? Like that is what God yeah. is at exactly at God's core. Yes. And and but never the people. God never hates the people. He might hate the action. Bingo. But he never hates the people. Hate the sin, not the sinner. Exactly. Because the sin is toxic. Toxin. Yes. X-I-N. Sin. Exactly. It's toxic behavior. It's toxic energy. Exactly. That's exactly what sin is. 100%. So it's like, okay, that's pretty 
understandable why it is hated. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? It's even the side of, the side of people that they hate. Yeah. And they don't like to deal with unless they do shadow work. Yeah. Which is not always the funnest thing. Yeah. But you have to do it. Yeah. If you want to be a whole being, you have to be aware of like all the good qualities of you, but you're not all your good qualities. <laughs> like, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, you're not going to, I'm not going to let you go past that. You can look at all the good qualities of you, but you are not all of your good qualities. That's not all of you. That's not all of you. Oh, I love that. There is a dark side of you that you, ha- and it's, you said something earlier, and I, and I want to touch on it because you're talking about. Uh, actually, yeah, you did. It was you. We're talking about you have to go through the fire or something of that yes. matter. And it's like this: so you have to deal with that darkness. Mm-hmm. That is your dross. Dross is all of the impurities in gold. Okay. So why they throw gold into a really really hot furnace mm-hmm. and melt it down? is to expose all the dross to the mm-hmm. surface and then they wipe it out so it's pure. Mm-hmm. That's how gold becomes pure gold. So it's the same thing with us. Exactly. So it's like if you were aware of your shadow side, if you are aware, you can actually take action. In the words of Jordan Peterson, it's like if you are aware of that you are a monster, mm-hmm. you can then do something about harnessing that monster mm-hmm. instead of it letting just roam free. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like if you can actually learn to control and like instead of thinking thinking of yourself as consistently, you know, the super soldier that busted into the, you know, World War Two, yeah. you know, prison and saved everybody. No, you probably are more like the prison guard. Yeah. Like you you've got to be aware that you could be either one of them. Yeah. And when you can do that, that's when you can actually really see yourself as a whole being. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's when you're really a golden. Like that's there's such thing as the 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 dark shadow. Yeah. But there is also such thing as the golden shadow. Yeah. And I feel like it's very interesting because I've I've said this before. It's like first you see the darkness, then you see the light, but then you see the gold. The Ooh. gold is after the light. Yeah. And I kind of feel like that's like the most like supreme level. I mean, that's what we that's what we think of gold, you know. Dude, when you say that, because this is what happened with me, right? Personally, I had this darkness. Yeah. Right. And then I got back into church, and yeah. then I'm exposed to this light. And what happens with light when you've been in darkness is that you have to squint. There's too. It's too. It's overwhelming. Yes. It's overwhelming. Yes, but gold you can just visualize. Freely. Once your eyes get adjusted, you can see the gold. But then you start to see everything around it. Yeah. And you're like, okay, wait, 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 wait. This that was distorted. Yeah. There's too much light. That was distorted. I couldn't I couldn't see that for what it is. Yeah. That's distorted. I gotta move that out of the way. And now I'm at this point Mm -hmm. where I know I understand not know, but I understand my what I thought was what I thought was really isn't. Mm-hmm. And what I what I'm looking at now that I I'm seeing for what it is, mm-hmm. now I'm so aware that I'm like you know what I might not agree with that in ten years, but I'm okay with that. That's gonna shape the next ten years. That that idea is gonna shape the next ten years, but I might yeah. not agree with that in ten years. That's the consciousness of understanding you're going to change exactly. And I think that's what people need to realize. Like you're not gonna be the same person that you are today always. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why even depression happens. Yeah. You get tired of trying to consistently play this character. Yeah. You're not supposed to be the same person forever. Yeah. You're just not. Like, we're, like, literally, like, evolutionary artwork in a way. Like, we're always changing. Well, it's it's designed where it's the society is designed to make you be away. Mm-hmm. 
And it's really unfortunate because they make 17-year-olds decide what they want to do for the rest of their lives. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> and then the 17-year-old gets locked into doing it because it's the only way they can make money to pay for the idea that they had at 17. Yep. It's just not freaking fair, No, it's man. really not. The shit is not fair. Like and it doesn't let you change. It doesn't, it doesn't allow you, you to. It doesn't not even let you. It doesn't pr promote it or provoke change. No. You're, it makes you want to be stagnant because this is safe. Okay, I know I can make $80,000 a year. It's safe, see? Safe. And I know I can make $80,000 a year, and I know that I will eventually pay this off in 50 years. And then in 50 years when I pay this off, I can sit on a beach and hopefully collect uh, Social Security, and that will be my life. And then where, how do you break free from that? You almost can't because of a decision you made or that was, uh, I don't want to say forced upon you, but you were given this opportunity and you think that you're going to either die on the street or you're going to go to college. So you go, well, shit, I don't want to die on the street. <laughs> That's not an option. So I'm right. going to do the other thing. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? And you make that decision at 17 and then you're locked into it. And it's just really unfortunate because it, the world is designed for you not to change. Yeah, It's no. designed for you to be okay with the same. It's kind of funny even how you're saying that because it's like all along the way, it, continue, it continuously programs you that way. Yes. And it's even funny how I'm like watching The Matrix and it's like it's, it's smithing you the whole way. Right. It's like it doesn't let you be free. It doesn't let you be your own person. It just, you have to do this, this, this. It's like, it's literally like a combination of like The Truman Show and The Matrix and like yeah. the same exact like thing when you really think about it. Yeah. Like, holy shit, you're always having people around who are under that same kind of, like, programming who are just, again, peer pressuring you from how they were. From, that's really it. That's how this whole society even, like, really works. Yes. It's, fit, like, just... Fit over here. It's just comfort and peer pressure mm -hmm. at the same time. It's, like, I don't want you doing better than me, so I'm going to peer pressure you to be just as mediocre as I am. Yes. We aren't meant to be mediocre. Exactly. Like... Or what we consider at least mediocre. Exactly. It's Status like quo. because it's like you really think that this is like how you were saying like I'm gonna do this and then eventually I'm gonna just like sit on the beach. You think those two things in your life is achieving greatness? I'm not trying to be rude if that is your level of greatness, but that's some pretty low expectations if you ask me. I would agree with you on that. Like, love that, like yeah. you, it's like, dude, there is so much that you can get out of this life, and all your focus is is to pay something off and sit on a fucking beach. What are you doing? Exactly. Like, you don't see that as being somewhat of an insult to the gift of life that you've been given. Oh, that just goes back to what we were talking about. Yeah, it's like you don't think that that right there is like... It's, it's funny, again, The Matrix talks about purpose. You really think that's your purpose. You think that's your purpose, to pay this thing off and sit on a beach. Like, no, you have a, like, a, a spirit that needs to be like brought to life mm -hmm. it needs to it, it it wants to experience this plane this yeah. this 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 quote-unquote material plane yeah because it's just literally solidified energy exactly it's an energetic and it's like I, I was saying with you have you know different vessels and whatnot it's like this vessel wants to experience this level because that's why this vessel is this way so it's like by just trying to basically put the the brakes on it and living in this way that's totally like subpar than what it really wants to do. Yeah. That's such an insult. It really is. It's like you're basically sabotaging your own potential or you're no, 
not even your potential. You're sabotaging your spirit. Yeah. Because why? It's really funny. Yeah, exactly. And if you really believe in it, honestly, I think everyone <laughs> should believe this at a point. Your energy mm-hmm. spirit, it should be forever, right? Whether you like it or not, you kind of are going to exist forever. And we're in this this life, and we think that the end of the 65 to 80 years is, that's it. That's the goal. We're done. Yes. But, like, no. Like, that is the end of the physical. Sure, maybe. But we have so many other things to experience. I was just thinking about this for a second, how I was talking about with, like, how people in the, the first podcast, how, the first part, I mean, we, how I was saying that people take their energy and they put it, like, with Jesus. They, they put it to an external thing. Is that why we do that with a boss? Hmm. Is that why people do that? Instead of following their dream, they settle for that job they hate. Mm-hmm. And it's really not the job they hate. It's more their boss they hate. And is it because that you consciously know that being is essentially like harvesting your power that you could be using towards your dream? That's a good point. And I think about that with the same thing. Like we freely do this with religion, but when it comes to like, it, 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 dude, it's all going to echo in certain things. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's part of the ripple effect. Yeah. So however you vibrate, the ripples are going to like mirror that. Right. So if religiously you vibrate one way, well, in your waking life, you're most likely going to vibrate the same. Yeah. So if there's a being over you that you have to essentially give your energy to, well, why would your other experiences not mirror that? Because it's all energy, frequency, vibration. I agree with that. So whatever you're, and, and I've said this before, whatever you are saying, thinking, and doing is how you are vibrating. Yeah. It's all connected. Yeah. Nothing is separate. It's like, yo, nothing's coincidence. It's like, it, no, it all is, even like in this empty space, this is why it all, kind of how it all ties in. It's, we think this space around us is empty. It's not. It's all part of a really complex math equation. Right. But it's very interesting because the space is filled with the spirit. Yeah. It's listening. Yeah. It's like, it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi says. Yeah. The force is all around us. It penetrates, it, it binds us, penetrates us, and surrounds us. What he says, and it's if you listen to like how they say like there's beauty all around us, it's above us, it's below us, it's to the left, to the right, it's all the same stuff. Yeah. So it's like multiple ways of saying the same thing because this universe is conscious. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, and it's listening and it's it's responding to what you're vibrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel? I agree with that, and it's funny you even just saying that because. There are so many different ways to say the same thing. Yes. And um, I think... What do you think religions are? And that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> what like, I was saying with the whole light thing. It's 100% it's just a different, it, It's man. the same thing with just a different shade, a different hue. That's all Be- it is. Because honestly, some people need that. And that's what I wanted to get into about this this whole... Can the, I touch on something real fast? Yeah, yeah go for I, it. I said hue. And that, that's the thing I was actually talking with my homie, uh, Justin, yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were talking about... I was talking about how it's like we call ourselves mankind... And then we say human. Well, what do you think hue man means? We're all mankind in different yeah. hues of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hue mankind is just literally mankind, but just different shades. That's funny. And it's like, I mean, that's that's okay, that's really like that's the one other than our experiences that are controlled. Yeah. I mean, like the community's yeah. experiences are totally controlled, that you can't play, that that's like not it's either economics or whatever have you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? 
different things throughout history, whatever have you, affect that. But being wise, we're the same. The only yeah. difference is appearance. Yeah. We it's like it's not like, you know, black people have all ten fingers, or I'm sorry, all like ten fingers on one hand. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> white people have only four. It's yeah. like we're not like like literally formed differently. Yeah. It's just the levels of melanin. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and just there's so many other things like, you know, white, okay, white people have thinner noses because right. they were in colder regions and People with wider noses, it was a warmer climate. There's little factors that tie into the appearance, but yeah. it's like, yo, if you just stop and just pay attention to like the core of it all. Yeah. Dude. And and we're that's more connected than separated. That's super important because every every point. difference of people, and I I have this really base level opinion. It's a pure opinion. But I do believe that different cultures and different regions bring different things about. There's a reason why you will never, you would have never seen Africans sailing across the Bingo. ocean. You needed the Europeans that were just like, listen, I don't know what's it's out there, that they but did. we're gonna go. It's actually true. It there was actually I've read that they did and they met the natives first. And it might be true. And that's that's something that I've read, and it might actually, I and it very well could be. Very well could be. And true. it's something that you were saying with we need everybody. It's some there's a Jewish phrase takun alum, which is basically everyone has a piece of the puzzle. Exactly. And that's totally it. There's something to that. And and I think we live in this 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 time where we don't like to believe in stereotypes. But some of the stereotypes are just real, man. Like you can't you know it's just mm, true. I have a theory on stereotypes. I wonder if stereotypes were created, you know, it's like the whole like monkey see monkey do aspect. Mm -hmm. It's like what if those stereotypes were created just to see who would actually respond to them? That's fair. You know. And it's like if you if you just accept it, do you start acting that way because you accept it that way? Right. It's a very it it makes me wonder. Like, is it like just basically like a advanced form of mental manipulation? It might be. You know, um, like some it, MK Ultra's kind of shit. <laughs> it also might be biological. It and the be. reason I say that is because be. like on Twitter, it's it's amazing. Twitter, Facebook, whatever, it's amazing. No matter what happens, and white people do it too, but no matter what happens. Black people come with the jokes. It's Facts. like it's like black people are so Facts. good at just entertaining. Maybe it's their trauma. I don't know. Hmm, but like be. black people always come with the joke. When the whole World War Three thing happened, it was like a serious thing. Like it was a serious freaking thing. I feel that. And black people were just like, nah, jokes. It's jokes time. And it was like it was pure. It wasn't it wasn't anything contrived. It was pure. Truth. That's it. You know, Truth. and it's it's even like, like I said, white people. White people will go and do something that you... Why are you doing that? Yeah, you know what it's I always mean? like judgment. Yeah, it's I like... I feel you. Why the, like, why the hell are white people doing... That's embarrassing. What well, are you doing that for? It's like, but, but it's like weird because white people do things that I would never even care. Like, white people were just like... Like, okay, natives agreed with, hey, look, this is the world we live in and we love it. White people were like, let's leave it. Like wait, <laughs> why, why why leave it? Like we yeah. know that there's there's energy, there's spirits, whatever, whatever. And white yeah, people yeah. Are like no no no, let's leave it, let's go to the moon. Like, but we need that. We yeah. need that stupid idea to come to fruition and go. <laughs> Holy shit, we can see things for more than what they are. I guess what I'm saying is, like at our core, if we if we have this really bad joke and a white guy, a Mexican guy, or whatever, yeah. a black guy and an Asian guy walk into a bar, 
what kind of conversation could really spark from that? Dude, because because biologically, yes, those perspectives and the way you, you're brought up, yep. those things can be, and that's really, if we want to get political, that's really what the, the people that control this whole thing don't want. The last thing they want that's is for all, all of us. Yeah. Exactly. Like I was telling you with like the whole movie, The Freedom Writers, like that's so true with like how it is in California. Like, and that's where I'm from. Like, hey, yeah. shout out to California. But like, yo, like, it's just weirdly segregated. It's yeah. almost like you don't come to this area because you don't have the proper skin color. It's almost like yeah. you don't have the proper, like, you know, like pass or you don't have like, it's something like it, yeah. that sort of thing. And if you go to that area, you're looked at as either like being appropriating and it's just like, but what if I like legitimately actually like this? Right. Yeah. What if I, how do you know that I'm appropriating? Like what? What if I'm like literally have an interest, like, right? And what like I, I I've never understood like a, like appropriation as much because mm-hmm. I, I I've been so ingrained in like so, like thought so many cultures were cool like yeah. hip hop and I think that also like the Chinese and Japanese cultures are so cool and like you learn about things so I don't understand like and maybe and this is my own personal mm-hmm. misunderstanding of it is because it's like I actually study these things. That's not appropriation. You feel? That's appreciation. That's what I'm saying. And so there's a difference. That's where I'm coming. I yeah. come from this level of appreciation. Yeah. And so it's like, how could people just, like, is a pro- so I'm assuming that basically appropriation is kind of like what I was saying with, like, stealing of artifacts. Yes. It's okay. the stealing. It's like the stealing of artifacts. It is the it is the lack of giving um, credence to work. Like, you know. That makes sense. Though. You know, like, hey, listen, I, I, I like hip hop. This is what I am. I know a lot. Of, this is why I... And like you said about energy, like I don't have hatred around me. Like yes. people that want to be around me want to be around me because they want to learn about me Bingo. and vice versa. So when they're like, oh, like I wear my pants like this, like it's not fake. Yeah. It's that's what they want to do. That's that. It's because that's what they appreciate. That's what raised them. Bingo. When they when they look at a Tupac, it's not they're not looking at the black guy rapping. Mm-hmm. They're going, man, this guy was talking about stuff. And mind you, it's the just, energy behind it. It's the energy behind it. And the man was talking like that at 23. For real. Look at even Eddie Murphy. Uh, Delirious was was created by a twenty one year old. Dude, right? Think about the right? brain of a twenty one year old to make everyone laugh about the same shit. That's what I'm saying. Those are the types of things that energy you, that you that you gravitate towards. That's what I'm saying. And the appropriation is the people that are like, we're going to use this and not give any appreciation. Got you. Okay. you know what I mean? And I but you. but I think black people need to understand that too because if if a white person wants to wear cornrows, then let them. Yeah. Because or dreads. Or dreads. Let them. Because it's not a... It, you can condemn them if it comes from a fake place. Because there's right. a lot... California... Talk to questions. Ask them questions about ask, it. If, if you're exactly. so like upset, start asking questions. Question and if, it. And the thing is, if you can't ask questions, you don't know anything about it. Yeah. That's the reality. You can't just claim it because it's like, this is my culture but I don't know really anything about where it even came from. Yeah, there's more black people that have dreads that don't know anything about the origins than white people. It's like, yeah, It's just a fact, in my I mean, opinion. I know that it was from, they did that, I believe it was Africa, with the mud to represent the lion's mane. Yeah. I know that. So, because why? I wanted dreads, and I wanted to really know the origins exactly. of where did this come from. Right. Because I'm one of those people who has to give credence. Yeah. And pay homage. Yeah. It's like, I know someone before me. Yeah is the one who originated this. Exactly. Because there's no original thoughts or anything in this world really anymore. Nothing new under it's the sun. bingo. Absolutely. It's like 
Okay. And that's the, that's the other thing, too, is, like, you can't just assume that people don't know anything about it. So that's why you got to ask questions. Because you might true. be getting in someone's face who actually has done, like, the necessary research. Yeah. And you don't really know the level of someone's consciousness until you test it. Uh, and you know what, what that takes, though? It takes a level of curiosity that not a lot of people are, are brave enough to have. I agree. Because a lot of people don't ask why because they're not ready for the answer. That's so they true. just assume. They can't and handle the truth. They can't handle the truth, right? That's, and that's like the weirdest thing to me. Like, it's the truth will set you free. So we can't handle freedom? Is that what you're saying to me? And that is a you fact. You know what I'm saying? Do you see what I like, mean? Uh, it's, and it's so funny how even I, I just posted this on my Instagram story today. The Morpheus quote about unplugging people. Because mm -hmm. they are so, like, they need the system. Yeah. They're so connected to it. And it's like, that's the real question. Do people really, really want freedom? Because even I, like what you just said. Yeah. It's like they don't they, they don't want the truth, but this truth sets them free. 90% of people, if you set them free, they will look behind them and go, yep. so you mean like all of this? I had that moment recently, actually. Did you just, just talk about it? Uh, well, it was with like uh, the relationship I yeah, just got yeah, out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of had that moment, too. I was like, whoa. And I think that's what it happens even when you're in relationships and you yeah. leave it. It's like, whoa. And it's not like to be like, I'm free, I'm free. It's not to like act like that. It's just, it's, a, it's, that's what we kind of freak out about. Yeah. Because we were so used to like, I kind of feel like that's what relationships are in a way. Like they kind of do subvertly control each other. It's like a tit yeah. for tat control system. And it's like, when you don't have that, you kind of go, holy shit. Because it, 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 you just become used to it. Yeah. You know? And it's a very interesting experience. Like, when you get out of it, like, yeah. however long it was. Yeah. It's a very interesting, like, notion. It's, it's <laughs> one of those things where, like, part of it, and I'm glad we're having this conversation, is because, yeah, some people don't know what freedom means. Yeah. Th they don't really want it. They, they, they like the idea of freedom. Yes. But people don't really want freedom. There are there are certain there are some people that if you set them free, mm -hmm. they're like. So there's some people like all of this. I scared. Comfort. And then there's some people are like all of this. You mean all of this? Yeah. Bet. So they just get to work. Yeah. And those ten percent are the people that are going to thrive out out of this year. Once we make it out of this year, those people are going to thrive. I feel that. And I feel personally, I feel like I am a part of that 10%. Same. Because I'm like, okay, if I can do this in a construct, imagine what I could do with freedom. Like, imagine what I could do when I quit what is a quote-unquote job. Like, imagine what I can do. I just, I posted, dude, you're kind of saying things that, like, I literally, like, posted in my story recently. Like, I, I posted this meme that said, like, somebody who dares to dream with, like, with a broken, uh, with a damaged mind and love with a broken heart deserves all the treasure. And it's kind of like, whoa, yeah. that's kind of it. Because that's really where we're all at. Yeah. I think at least all of us conscious-minded individuals. Yes. Let me just state that. Because I think you have to be conscious to be really grasping what is going on yeah. from the entirety yeah. of it versus like just you know feeling your part in it. Yeah. Because like the entirety of this whole thing is just... Holy shit. The level of manipulation that's going on. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Well, the worst part is it's just, whoa. It's, it's working. That's the heartbreaking part. That's the worst part. When you when you look at it, you're like, yeah. well, you guys like even 
when you look at like Fox News or CNN, <sighs> and you look at it's both the same of thing. them, it's the same thing from op- of people that don't even really believe what they're talking about. It's just people trying to distract you from the truth. That's it. And it's giving it you a way to believe and giving you a way to feel and then you feel giving good you about comfort. it and comfort. Like that's the thing even like while we were talking about and we got to say this, that dude that they said that they arrested is not the dude in the picture. My eyes show me two different people. That's what that's I'm what saying too. Like people have called me crazy, told me to get my tinfoil hat, all that shit. I'm like, dude, quit just looking for a white face to throw in a cell. Take the time to study that face because the hairline's different. The yeah. lips are different. Like everything on that face is His so it's so different. different. There's a lot of stuff different. Even yeah. with the other other three guys, I'm like, these don't look like the same guys, man. Yeah. And I've said this before. Where is the check and balance system? Like, where are we getting like updates on these crazy mass murderers? How do we know they're really in a cell? Can I ask you something? What's good? Who? How many times have you seen a mugshot with people in prison garb? That's the other one too. Yeah. You you don't really see that too often. The mugshot should come mm-hmm. with the street clothes, right? Bingo. Why are they already in orange jumpsuits? That's what I'm saying. Something's not right. With the mugshot. Something's not right. It's bizarre. It's it's, it's just not right. And that's why I'm it's like what you were saying with like the news and like comfort. Dude, people they just want comfort. Like I even had an experience like I was saying with like the temple and I was just pointing that out. Yeah. And it's like, why are you trusting the two entities that you know lie the most? Yeah. You're trusting the police and the news slash the media? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Right. You're not going to trust people who have literally no incentive other than telling you the truth versus people who literally do this shit for a paycheck and will lie on that all day because yeah. they want that cash because yeah. their life depends on it. Because they're in Because they're same literally, trap. as in the words of, of Neo, or not Neo, of Morpheus, they are plugged into that system too. Yeah. So it's like... Yo, yeah. why are we not listening to the people who are trying to like say the truth in this crazy time? Why are we still being those you know, oppressive people to them? Like, What do you think we can do? Because I, first of all, I love, the, one of my favorite things about conversation mm-hmm. is that you switch ideas, you know? Like you, you converse, you go, okay, I'm going to say this, you say this, and we come exchange together. Exchange energy. We exchange that energy. Yes, just like you would with, with, a store. Anything else, right? Yeah. So here's the question. Here's the question. What do you think we can do or people can do? Because that's what this podcast is really about. Giving people perspective and then maybe a, an idea of how to be, right? Mm-hmm. And no one wants to tell people how to be, but I think people do mm-hmm. need guidance. Agreed. Um, and we are unfortunately a part of a generation with ill-guided people because of Maybe parents didn't work out because mm. of our parents might have been really young and some mm. we're in this really weird generation, especially Generation X, but like a little bit of the millennials. millennials like we're yeah. like on that cusp of our parents were really young and really couldn't guide us the right way, or mm-hmm. they were really misinformed. Or they had a really lot. Go, they had a lot going on. Or they had a lot going on. Like so, and they relied on other systems to do it for them. And I think people look at this podcast and they go, okay, man, okay, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. So what are you, from your perspective, what do you think we can do, uh, people on our levels, I guess, maybe, I don't know. What do you think people can do to further maybe consciousness, understanding, understanding, that's the word I want to go with. What do you think people can do to further understanding? They can listen. In the words of, I mean, like to quote Denzel Washington in Training Day, 
you know, you ain't listening. Oh, you hear me, but you're not listening. Yes. That's what we're doing. We're hearing people, but we're not listening. I agree with that. You hear with your ears, but you listen with your heart. Yeah. So if people have closed hearts, look, open those motherfuckers up. Yeah. It's not the time to be cold-hearted with each other. Yeah. It's not the time to be cold-hearted. I yeah. think a lot of times our, our hearts are breaking because they're so frozen. Oh, man. Oh, my God. What, what happens when shit freezes? They're brittle, man. You feel what I'm saying? That <laughs> yeah. shit falls the fuck apart. Yeah. And, if, and eventually, because of how cold it gets, it yeah. has nothing to do but go... Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. So, open your heart up. Yeah. Listen. Let If you, wanna, if you want people to listen to you... You have to listen to people. Yeah. It's again, energy. It you always can't reflects fake itself. Listen. You can't fake listening. You can't listen. fake listening. You can feel it. Yeah. You can literally feel, like right now, I've known I can tell. Yeah. You're listening to what I'm saying. 100 percent I'm listening to what you're saying. That's why the conversation lasts for freaking two hours. There we go. And I, you know what's funny? It feels like 15 minutes. That's called channeling, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Literally, like that's what happens. Is energy just when it's when it's like energy, yeah. Time stands still. And actually, speaking of time, I was I had a point that I was, I was going to make before we hopped off. And I was talking about how ghosts and whatnot, how it cycles back. So I think that really demons, you know, because if you break it all down with what time is, I think time is really the devil. Okay. So there's 24 hours, 2 plus 4. This is some numerology shit real quick. 2 plus 4 is 6, okay? Mm-hmm. But there's... 60 seconds in a minute mm-hmm. and there's 60 minutes in an hour mm-hmm. but you do that whole thing 24 hours so it's six six two plus four six mm-hmm. so six 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 lines up mm-hmm. that's the number of the beast right. so it's time right i believe time is really the devil yeah i mean i do it's funny okay so i believe that demons are just rough things from the past that keep coming back do you watch the uh, the flash i've watched it it's funny. It's just, it's kind of what it is when he's in the what is it, uh, Speed Force. Um, yeah. And he, he. Yeah. Yeah. When when he's in the Speed Force and it's weird if you manipulate the Speed Force too much. I can't remember what they're called, but. Those, um, those, yeah, I know what you're talking you about. You know those, what I'm talking those about? Those fucking things come out. Yeah. When yeah. you when you mess with the timeline. That's what I much, feel like it is too. They come. That's funny that you say that. And it's funny because I know that time is a made up thing. Yes. That it's a man-made essence. Yeah. It's not, it's not important. It's not important. And that goes into what exactly we were talking about when it comes to, oh, I'm going to do this by this time. It's not about that. You have to exist. Just right? flow in the energy. You have to flow in it. And there's nothing wrong with having goals. I, I don't even call them goals. Checkpoints. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with having checkpoints. Mile by markers. this time, I'd like to do this. Cool. I got here. Now what do we do? They're it really, keeps you going. Hey, you're right. They're checkpoints. They're mile markers. Because it's, it's like your life doesn't stop. No. It doesn't. I don't know why. It's like it's there, it doesn't end. Yeah. And but like I think that's something that makes things so stale. Yeah. And it's like it's why the high school quarterback can't leave his hometown because he's so hung up on him being this glorious high school quarterback. Yeah. And that's all he ever focuses on. But like, you know, that 15, 20 years later that he's still in that hometown, he's become very much the opposite of that. Yeah. But he's still talking about himself in that way. So it's like no, you can't just plateau. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to keep going with whatever it is. So it's exactly that. It's mile markers. It's checkpoints. Yeah. Same thing, man. You, you can't you can't have the idea of once I get, then I will. Mm. Yes. You you can't. Yes. You know what I mean? You can't like, live like that. In some capacities, yes. 
in some capacities, no. It's yeah. like kind of like once I receive certain things, like you couldn't obviously have a podcast without receiving microphones. And yeah, exactly. There's certain exactly, things exactly, that exactly, happen. Exactly. So it's, in some capacities, it's like it's yes and no, but it's not like it doesn't immediately make everything happen. Exactly. And I think that's really what it is, is people think once this happens, my life will be complete. Exactly. Really? It's going to be complete. Like you're suddenly just going to be teleported to being like whatever it is, like 95 years old or whatever the fuck it is. And that's your life. No, and your life's going to keep going. We get to see this with a lot of, you said mm-hmm. it, I, you used a perfect example because we get to see this with a lot of athletes, right? Mm. Like they train for their whole lives yes. to either go to college and hopefully go, well, it's really they go to go professional. Yes. When their professional Ooh. career is going to be less than 20 years, maybe hopefully 10 years, but definitely less than 20 years. And then what? Yeah. Because they didn't it's funny train for that. that. Oh, shit. It's funny you say that. Because this is I've got something that I've even noticed with like sports. Mm-hmm. I dig sports for the sake of sports. But, I mean, let's be real. They're bread and circuses. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And I think it's kind of fucked up because it's like, it, it's two things. So, I know there's a lot of army ads. And I sometimes wonder, like, what happens to all of the kids that don't make it for the sport? Do they go to the army? Where do they go? It's kind of like what you just said. Like, they train for all this shit, but they don't have skills or anything else. Yeah. And it's like, I, and it's, it's kind of crazy how we're like a little bit talking about systematic racism. It's like, what about sports? Are we not going to say anything about this? Cause like, what about, it's like they see people who look like them who made it out the hood and are making all this money. So then they commit themselves to this sport or whatever it is. But what if they don't make it? Because less than one percent of less than one percent of one percent of them, quote unquote, there make it is. It. So that's like, dude, is it not kind of like they obviously have to get do something? Yeah. So what are they going to do? They're either going to go to the military, or it's 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 like you just stop and think about that. Like, yeah, man. they spent all this time on this one craft, and it didn't, as you because the, the the ratio, it didn't pan out, like because the opportunity is so slim. It's like, why not just focus on something you naturally actually feel attracted to? Exactly. Like, I, I look at this and I'm like, and you wonder why they're paid such high salaries? It's because they're also in the same way distracting those around them because they're the bread and circus. Exactly. That's why their salary is so high. Exactly. It's like, there's a reason for why of everything. And you know, you that's really why I wanted, I stopped wanting to be a musician. Bingo. That's the reason. Because I, I looked at it and I go, is this a career? You're and not, then you yeah. look at it, you're like, wait, what did performers do in the back in the day? And then you look at yes. what performers, they were gestures. What were gestures? Well, they were slaves. Well, slaves to do what? Well, slaves to entertain all the people that were in the kingdom. Bingo. Well, then you look at football. Football is in a what? An arena? Or an arena? What's it called? A... Is it an arena? It's not an arena. It's called something else. Football stadium? Stadium. It's in a stadium. What's the stadium look like? Oh, the Coliseum. What was the Coliseum for? Bingo. What was for the performers? Well, what were the performers? The gladiators. Well, they were the gladiators. Well, what were the gladiators? They were slaves. Yes. So when I look at people, when I look at sports, and slaves I look to at- to a system now. To a system. But what do they do? Before they had glory. If you were good, you survived. Bingo. You're, you're <laughs> exactly. If you were good, your yeah. prize was you that, survived. Your life was your prize. Exactly. So here's the thing. What's the difference? You're surviving. You're a millionaire. Yeah. But you're surviving. That's a form of surviving. You don't even have to, like, worry. You're surviving. Exactly. So how much money is too much money? Well, I don't know. How much money is enough money to put put your your life on the line? $24 million. How much money is too much money? Uh, 
when you have to sell your soul for it. Exactly. That's that's what it is. That's and I think that's the only correct answer for that one. It's funny that I love. Look, I think everything is cyclical, and that's a full circle. Yep. What we just did there. Yeah. Because it oh, started. It's funny. That's what everything does. It started. It started with that, and we're at a point now where we're talking exactly about like how much money is too much money, and. And and that's where we're at with it. And that's even like we were saying in the car while I was telling you with retrogrades how things come around. Yeah. It's and that's it happens with everything. Yeah. And it may just it's it just depends on the timing. Yeah. And everything like that. That's funny. That damn thing. It's funny. One second. So we're we're doing that before we um before we do like anything, like go or anything like that, I do want to uh, remind everybody that you can follow the podcast um, at Official Bozcast on everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can also um, go to the website, officialbozcast.com. Um, take a look on our, uh, our website. We have merch there. Um, we have our guests on there. Um, and I want to try to make our guest links a little bit better. Um, but we have our guests on there. Um, we have everything that you can possibly need on there. We're obviously going to have this podcast on there. Um, I want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Like, I don't want you to. I don't want you to feel stifled in any way. Mainly, like you know, just pay attention yeah. to what's going on with you, and yeah. like, and, and I'll say this: like, we talk about energy a lot. Okay, so everything in this world is energy. Even us, we're energetic beings, mm-hmm. okay? And we are all having a relationship to the energy around us. Yeah. How you think about, that's what I'm saying, vibrations, everything. Yeah. How you think, how you speak, how you act. That is going to basically make your relationship with everything, okay? So if you're constantly saying things about money, how you don't have it, <laughs> and you're having an attitude, you're your own reason of why you don't have money. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, that's just it. So the whole thing is like currency also. What does energy flow in? Currents. And it's like even with the current events yeah. that we're dealing with, you need to take charge in those events. Wow. And you need to utilize the things that are in front of you. Stop focusing on things that are not in your current yeah. view. Yeah. Because it's like, yo, you can you can focus, that's fine. Focusing is fine. But use what's currently around you to focus. Absolutely. And that's the biggest thing is just like really paying attention to energy and is what you're flowing to actually beneficial. Don't just go with like people telling you, yeah, it is. And they're trying to like basically comfort your, you know, decision. No, really, really ask yourself if are things beneficial? Is this, is this going to benefit the person that I want to be in 10 years? Mm -hmm. That's the way I, instead of thinking everything like right now, all the time, like no, 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 no. Who's this going to make you? Yeah, you know, try and think a little bit like ahead in yeah. some capacity, like, and it's kind of a, a very weird balance. Like, you need to be here now, but you also need to kind of be mindful of who you're becoming. You know what? And that's something we talk about. So that's how I know it's a real thing. Something we talk about is if you look too far ahead, you can miss what's right in front of you, right? Bingo. So you can trip over the things that are right in front of you. Bingo. If you are too focused on what's right in front of you, you will not know. You you could miss where you're going. Bingo. There, it's it's a balance of uh, you know anyone that drives knows like you're always Tight like rope. panning you're panning okay this way this way left right left right and that's about that's what it's about it's about it's about the tightrope it's about the 
understanding what is to come, mm -hmm. but living in the moment, mm -hmm. because we only have ever we only have a microsecond's time to affect the present. Mm. The future is is infinitely behind us, and the or sorry, in front of us. The past is infinitely behind us, but we only have ever so small of a of a micro moment yeah. to affect the present that will in turn become our past and our future, which is trippy. I, I think in a way that we <laughs> I think in a way though it's like we're just experiencing what we're gonna do. I think we like it's kinda like in the Matrix when they say like you you didn't come here to make the choice, you've already made it, you're here to see why. Mm. I think that's what it's like. Yeah it's yeah like being literally on like a roller coaster. Yeah. So it's like okay. Which is a cycle. Yeah, exactly. And that's really what I feel like this all is. So it's yeah. like, because I think when we think of like free will, it's like, oh, if I don't do this, it won't happen at all. Yeah. No, I don't think that at all. I think if you act on the guidance, yeah. you obviously act on the guidance. Yeah. I don't think that you ever do something you're not supposed to. Yeah. I, can I, agree I, I don't really believe people make mistakes. I don't believe in mistakes. Either. I don't really either. I just, yo, I don't even believe in reroutings. I just, this is how things are meant to procure. Yeah. You're, you didn't, you didn't know. How yeah. would you know? Yeah. You're here to understand why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, and you only know once it happens. I, so I agree with that 100%. That's where I flow with it. And it's just like, okay. And if you can learn that, I think it takes a lot of the anxiety and worry out of that. Yeah. Because I'm going to say this too, because I talked about depression. Uh, anxiety is basically your built in spidey sense. Yeah. That's what it is. It's letting you know that there's a problem. And sometimes the problem is you just focusing on thinking about the problem. Yeah, dude. Or the quote unquote anxiety. Like people with severe anxiety are probably people who keep having multiple alarms trigger because they aren't listening to them. And yeah. I'm not trying to be rude, like at all. I, I mean this with all sincerity because I'm trying to help you understand this. But like, well, those out there who have the severe, not you personally, yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, it's just like, yo. If you constantly focus on a problem, you're gonna get a problem. Yeah. If you focus on a solution, you're gonna get a solution. Can't disagree with any of that. You know, energy flows where attention goes. I love it. And it's all energy, baby. How how can everyone like follow you, find you, all that good stuff? Uh, they can get me on Snapchat at Slumfox with two X's, S L U M F O X X, and then it's uh, Clever Cushlin on Instagram and Twitter. And we're going to link all this stuff, too. And uh, Facebook and Twitch. Here I'm just going to reveal it. I'm on Twitch, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep a lookout for, for what he's got going on. We're going to end this, but I want to talk to him about what, what he's going to be doing going forward. And you all will, will see this uh, in the coming Yeah, I'm on a journey. So this is going to be a, this is interesting this time. So, yeah. Listen, I'm man. I'm on a mission from God. Let's go. I, I appreciate you joining us. Much um, love, man. I appreciate you reaching out because this is, yes. that's what that energy is about. Like, he reached out and it was Bingo. like, yeah, let's do it. I felt it. It was, let's and I got to say, it's, it was so interesting because it was like a flash in my mind. Yeah, I just I like, it, it was like insightful. It was like, yo, yeah, do this. And it's just like that, again, this is like testament to like act on those things that you see in your mind, dude. Because, like, I'm literally sitting here, and this is, like, literally happening. It's like, yo, that's why I had that thought. Yeah. To get to this point, to be doing this thing. Absolutely. And so it's just act on things. Remember, you, everybody, be official, but also, this is always the message. You are loved, so be loved. Bingo. Understand that you are loved, and I love you. So Same here. Enjoy, man. Enjoy, and safe travels. Um, we will uh, we'll see you guys on the next epi. Much love. Bye.
Say hallelujah.